never stops. television show ever, Larry Sanders, and the greatest observation about late night television back in the day with Johnny Carson and Ed McMahon. It is so brilliant. Hey Just the words, hey now, are everything hey to me. You are so meaningful to me. Hey now. Hey now. And that's the uh, next to Hey Now. This is the red. Oh. Uh, <laughs> hey he almost sounds like he's uh, about to go into an aria and then somebody yeah, he slaps le- him. And he, he leaves cuts out it the, right off. He leaves <laughs> off the last ah. Uh. Oh. Uh, <laughs> he got a smack or something from his mistress. Hey Now. <laughs> hey Now. Hey Oh. Hey Now. Oh. All right. Well. Uh. Uh, Marin Morris was coming in today, but I've gotten word that she is not feeling well, so she's going to oh. stop by tomorrow. So uh, okay. right here in the, right here in the clubhouse, I was looking um, forward to seeing her. Right here there on the morning know. zoo. Right here on the morning zoo. We were going to have the morning uh, zoo. Morning zoo. That's right. You're going to take woo, that. Now? Woo. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, that was the guy getting smacked in the balls. I think, and then <laughs> he, oh, he was like, oh. he was like being that'll, lighthearted. That'll stop your aria. <laughs> the smack comes right on the last note. Oh, oh. <laughs> smack me in the balls. Oh, hey now. Well, I had a whole show plan, but I got to throw hey that out because I want to vent about um this uh, Oscar thing that occurred. I was watching the Oscars last night, but I did go to sleep before the big Chris Rock moment. And uh, Yeah, you didn't know a moment was coming. <laughs> I didn't know a moment was coming. And uh, I'll give you my thoughts on it. I, I And I don't know where to begin with it because I'm, I, you know, obviously a lot. I'm on Do you Ed, know the history of all this? Yes, I do. I, In fact, okay, uh, it, that's what I can't figure out. Like, where did this start? Well, Chris Rock has made jokes about Will Smith before. But now when you say jokes, I mean, nothing too heavy. Who has the history of the exact joke? So I don't misquote. Somebody has it on our staff. It's uh, JD. Go ahead. Give us the history. So in 2016, uh, there was the Oscars So White campaign and Jada, Jada Pinkett boycotted the Oscars. 
So uh, Chris Rock made a joke in his monologue saying, you know, uh, that's like me boycotting. He says, you know, Jada Pinkett's boycotting the Oscars. It's like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. You have to be invited. Uh, right. I wasn't invited Boy, to JD, it. You can deliver a joke. <laughs> this kid is a natural. He never got an opportunity to do stand up, but we're working on yes. it. Yes. <laughs> I know I zoned out halfway through. I, why did we choose JD to give the history? But go I ahead. Came on. Right. I'll leave. I'll leave. Someone else can do no, it. No, no, no. 2016. Can you, yes. do, can you re-deliver the joke as best as possible? What did Chris Rock say? As we know, there was a point where Jada Pinkett Smith boycotted the Oscars. And I guess Chris, let me, let me paraphrase. Chris yes. Rock's joke was more or less, Hey, if you're going to boycott something, wait to be invited. Okay. So yes. that was one joke. And then what happened? Yes. Then he said, uh, uh, you know, Jada's, uh, disappointed that, uh, says it wasn't fair that, uh, uh, uh Will wasn't nominated for concussion. And, uh, and then he said, yeah, it also wasn't fair that he made $20 million for making Wild Wild West. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Another great delivery. <laughs> I like how uh, JD goes ah, rah, 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 like in the middle of the joke. It also wasn't ah, rah, 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 fair that. Uh, <laughs> er, 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 er. Say, Wait a minute! I thought Chris Rock was funny. These are his jokes. Well, he obviously, he delivered it much better than me. Sorry. All right, oh. thank you. First of all, um. Let me let me begin by saying, you know, the the Oscars they're basically done. I'm, when I say done, the, the the last year they had about ten million viewers. This year, none of us saw any of these movies. Uh, the only movie out of all of them that were that were nominated that I saw, and I couldn't even get through it, was the one with Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence, and they're on some sort of mission Don't to tell the world. Don't yeah, look up. That's correct, yeah. Robin. Don't look up. It's about a situation where the world has only a few months, and the scientist is trying to warn the world. It was so boring and so convoluted. It could have been a movie that was 10 minutes long, uh, a horrible movie. And for that to be nominated for an Academy Award, um, sort of a Netflix junk movie, it was it was filler. It was horrible. So well, you know, they put in a new category this year: fan favorite. Right, take so that category me. out. Yeah, because this is not about fans. This is about people well, in the industry congratulating each other. And the desperate. fan favorite movie was Army of the Dead. So it has nothing to do. Well, with. the the the, uh, the uh, Oscars will end up on uh, TBS uh, the the way every other award show ends up if they don't find some formula to make it interesting. It turns out the WWE is uh, coming to the Oscars uh, because people are beating each other up. Now, uh, let me let me just say that um, about Chris Rock. So what did he do? He got up and he compared uh, Jada Pinkett Smith to one of the most beautiful women in the world, Demi Moore. Uh, well, Jada in her Pinkett prime. Smith is one of the most beautiful women. That's she, right. Uh, before I ever heard about this controversy, I just saw her on the red carpet in that dress with, you know, the bald head. And I was like, oh, my God, she's gorgeous. Yeah, she's a beautiful woman. I've had her on the show. She's one of the most stunning women in the world. Still has it. And uh, I was not aware that she has 
propecia or whatever the fuck alopecia propecia is a medication oh i never heard of alopecia i don't even know what that is it's where you just spontaneously lose all your hair it's sort of autoimmune disease yeah okay all right so uh so you know look chris rock's a comedian he gets up and if you're at the Oscars and you know that there are comedians there and you're sitting there, you know there's going to be a certain amount of um, comedy about the audience. They're gentle jokes. They're not uh, brutal. And uh, he said, wow, you, you, you that's a great G.I. Jane look. It was, now, uh, I can't wait for G.I. Jane 2 is something. G.I. Jane 2. There you go. I delivered that like J.D. Is J.D. sapping your comedy energy? I listened to that and I said, I don't think I could ever tell another joke. But, uh, you know, so he said that. And if you notice on the broadcast, Will Smith is guffawing. He's laughing because it's a it's not even funny. It was just he was acknowledging Jada Pinkett Smith in a very lighthearted way. If you watch the the tape closely, as I have, like the Sabruder film, (laughs) you will notice that Jada is not happy. She doesn't like it. Now, her, her cuckoo man, Will Smith, he's clearly insane and is so sequestered as a movie star that uh, he looks over at his wife and she's not happy. No time for discussion. No time to say to your wife, what, 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 what so Jada, Jada, he compared you to uh, Demi Moore in, in, in J. Who even knows if Jada knows what G.I.J. means? And he sees the look on his wife's face, and I don't know what their relationship is. But he gets up, imagine in the middle of the Oscars, walks up to Chris Rock, who's a gentle soul, he really is. He's not known as a fighter in this. this I don't know how and it happened. Not that happened, big but Will a Smith, guy, right? <laughs> no, not that big a guy. And Will Smith looks, I don't know how it happened. Will Smith used to be a little puny guy. He, I don't know what he took, but he's, he's the size of a <laughs> mountain. Now, by the way, if Jason Momoa had made that joke, uh, Will Smith, would, like a bitch, would have sat in his seat. Right? He would have said, "Thank you for t- acknowledging my wife, Mister Momoa," because he's bigger than Will Smith. He might have talked uh, Jada down. <laughs> yeah, he might have said, "Honey, uh, Jason Momoa, he's not he, he's not a bad man. He's he's saying some nice things." And uh, you know, Will Smith walks up to Chris Rock. And he open hand with a lot of force smacks him right in the mouth on TV. Now, the first thing I said to myself, what the fuck is going on? Is this a bit? Because where's security? This is a live television event. Not one person came out because he's Will Smith. This is um, this is how Trump gets away with shit. Will Smith and Trump are the same guy. He decided he's going to take matters into his own hands. You know, at a time when. The world is at war. It's bad timing, man. I mean, just, you know, calm your fucking ass down. It shows where we are as human beings. Like, you can't even say something in a room without a war breaking out. Yeah. So he gets up and smacks Will Will Smith, smacks uh, Chris Rock. And Chris Rock, uh, Jesus, the guy's so fast comedy-wise, he actually recovered and made a joke and said, gee, best Oscars yet. You know, he was able to comment outside of what just happened to him. And then he got flustered, if you've seen the uh, uncensored stuff, and he basically couldn't even get out. um, uh, Here's the best documentary. He said, now let's give a documentary for the Academy Award. You know, he was was flustered. He was obviously his head. 
He got, he got fucked over. Now, um, I got to tell you, what, what happened afterwards was disturbing to me. This Will Smith sits back down in his chair. He's clearly got a problem, an emotional problem. You could see it from his speech. He's crying, carrying on. You know they had to cut away from his speech so because he was spitting all over the microphone. The guy was obviously he's got he's got emotional problems. I have he's no got idea. emotional I, problems. I've only seen little clips and they don't give you the full. Yeah, hey, hey, that's why they had to cut away to the ABC sign. Evidently, this is what I didn't see it either. Uh, JD was telling me about it. they had to cut away, but. He's clearly got an emotional problem. Now, the guy sits back down. You don't see any security come over. Nobody asks they, him to leave. He's nobody just, asked he's just shown that he might be a danger to let's anyone say, in the room. Let's say, Robin. Yeah. Jessica Chastain's husband walked up on stage and smacked Chris Rock. You think they wouldn't have escorted him the fuck? <laughs> you don't think they would have called police and said, we got a, we got a madman on the loose? Well, they would have taken him down and taken him backstage, and that would have been handled. You know, he wouldn't have been allowed back into the audience. Here's Hollywood that's so outraged by every little thing. Not one person got up and said, hold on. We got an out-of-control situation here. Now, how this guy was allowed to sit there for the rest of the awards, and he's laughing it up and having a good time with his wife. And nobody's saying anything to him. They better not. <laughs> what he did was he just assaulted Chris Rock. He took the matters into his own hands. He didn't. Li it's like saying, well, I'll shoot you because you insulted my wife. Yeah, but uh, thank goodness um, he didn't have a gun. Exactly. It's Now, in the, 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 the Academy Awards, it's the 94th Academy Awards. 94. Somehow, until this one... Everyone was able to contain themselves without assaulting the host. This is a sign of uh, great mental illness when you can't control your impulse. Not only that, it was hardly an insulting joke. It was it was not even a good joke. It was just, hey, G.I. Jane, G.I. Jane. What what does that mean? Even G.I. Jane. It, the, the joke, quite frankly, was beneath Chris Rock. It, it was a throwaway. It's like you look like G.I. Jane, but Maybe that's like he hit if someone it because it wasn't funny. <laughs> now he compared it to Demi Moore, who was uh, certainly in her prime at that point. It's like me sitting in the audience and the host goes, "Boy, hey Howard Stern, you look like Brad Pitt." Oh, am I going to get up and <laughs> smack the guy? I'll say, "Well, I'll blow you for saying that." Thank you. Hey Howard, uh, uh, Legends of the Fall, Legends of the Fall. Now, what you saw on TV was a guy who's got real issues. And I think he's smacking uh, Chris Rock, not because of that wife and the, whatever their relationship is. I mean, it was well, a I long walk. And I said, somehow he's not sure she knows he loves her. So right. he's got to make this big demonstration. I d agree with that statement. It's a long walk up to Chris Rock. He didn't stop and think twice about what he was about to do. Now, that's crazy. That's crazy when you can't contain yourself like that. And the fact that the this academy, I don't know what this academy is. Who the fuck knows who's the in the academy? But here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You, 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 you don't provide security. You don't have somebody come out. Um, uh, the, 
P. Diddy comes out afterwards and the show must go on. And, um, hey, those guys are going to settle it out back. I'm sorry. A man was assaulted on live television. Right. And because it's I Will mean, Smith. Chris Rock had no reason to believe he was in danger when Will Smith right. approached him. So this was a blindsided attack. He had no chance to defend himself or to get ready to be slapped in the face in public. Now, I read a report this morning that said that um, Chris Rock uh, did not press charges. Why has he got to press charges? There it is on TV, loud and clear. We saw it with our own eyes. A man got up and smacked this guy pretty fucking hard right in the uh, uh, right in his face. Now, if you've ever been punched in the face or open-handed smacked like that, if you notice, Chris Rock's mouth's open. I bet you his jaw is fucked up. Like, you, dude, that that guy's a he hit him hard. His whole head went back. Well, yeah, and the the pain of it lasts. Oh, yeah. You know, like that's not something that is like a pat on the shoulder. That sting, because your face is full of nerve endings. And so when you get hit in the face, it really hurts. You don't hit people over speech. Certainly not on the Academy Awards. And Will Smith's got to contain himself now. And by the way, Will Smith was well, laughing at it. Well, if he's got issues, Howard, how's he supposed to contain himself? Make Well, that's it. And, 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 you know, and that's, poor, Either you have one argument or the other, but you can't have Chris, them both. And poor Chris Rock, who's a comedian, is just trying to get through the day to make the fucking people laugh at that horrible ceremony, which was just so long and boring. The only person who was good was Amy Schumer. She was, Amy Schumer, I saw the bit of her first... That monologue, it was great. Yeah, yeah. No, she she came out on her own. I mean, they, they had three comedians there. She she was great on her own, and uh, she did. She's such a relaxed performer. I admire her uh, monologue that she did on her own. It was very very good. And you know, that's a tough crowd with a tough kind of audience, as you can see. Yeah. I mean, anywhere else, <laughs> if um, that happened, where someone came out of the audience. And Will Smith's out partying afterwards. They got pictures of him dancing and oh, carrying yeah, they on. They said they were both invited to that big, I, I, one of those big parties Vanity after the gala. And, uh, you know, they were saying, they, you know, that's where they were going to sit down and have a conversation. Uh, not only didn't they pull him out of the audience, they gave him an Academy Award. And he's up there making a speech like nothing just happened. And nobody was afraid that he was coming up. <laughs> no. These people are taking their lives in their hands. Anyway, uh, a couple of other things. I mean, I mean, I, I, a couple of comedians. I, I'm going to try and call some comedians. Uh, and see, see what? That what they think if, of this whole thing? Yeah, I think it would be interesting to talk. I'll, I'll try to get in touch with Chris Rock himself and ask him what he thought. I'm sure he's probably shook up. But... Um, I'm, I, you know, I, I asked Gary, get in touch with Rosie O'Donnell. She took a couple of uh, celebrities treat, tweeted, comedians tweeted, uh -huh. <clears throat> and all of them uh, evidently uh, seem to universally agree with what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But imagine what would happen, let's say, at a basketball game if someone sitting on the floor seats got up and slapped a player. You know, I remember years ago, Calvin Klein. <laughs> I don't know what what his deal was, but he started wandering onto the court and starting in with people. They they created something at Madison Square Garden called the Calvin Klein Law. If anybody steps over that um, little line on the court, they they grab you and throw you right the fuck out. There's no ands, ifs, or buts. Once Will Smith got out of his chair, 
And and I don't know who's doing security there. They should be brought up on charges, too, man. When you see a guy crossing the line, you come up and you grab him. Well, you know, when when people are sitting out there, sometimes they could just be getting up to go to the restroom. You don't know why. I mean, he no, didn't charge. No, 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 no. That no, was but he, point. He, he walked up, and as soon as he walks up, boom. If it ain't in the floor plan, you don't let him up there. And any other... Uh, here, I'll play it for you if you haven't heard it. This is the uncensored version. This is... Uh, okay. And then, John, hold your thought. Um, Hit him with the hind! Yeah, you, if you watched it on TV, they bleeped out everything. Finally, something interesting happened, and they bleeped it all out. But here is the uncensored uh, version of what happened, so you can hear it. Unfortunately, you can't see it. I'm out here. Uh-oh. Richard. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Wow, dude. Yes. It was a G.I. Jane jump. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I'm going to, okay? <laughs> I can, oh, okay. That was a greatest night in the history of television. Okay. Okay. Now, it just shows you what a brilliant mind Chris Rock has, that he could come up with that line in the midst of that chaos. Imagine your heckler is Will Smith, and he goes, oh, wow. And you could see the wheels turning, and he goes, that was just the greatest night of television ever, you know, the history of television, whatever Well, the, the person who's not losing his cool is Chris Rock. Yeah. Uh, who is in charge of security? Liza Minnelli? What's going on there? I should have stopped that, darling. <laughs> Uh, what's great is uh, I just got to play you this clip. This is a, what happened in Japan. You know, the Oscars are worldwide. The people watch them all over the world. This is in Japan where they have a Japanese interpreter. And uh, this happens. And you can tell she's like, what? He's the trying to fuck? figure out what he's supposed to say. It's a she. She's like, uh, oh, okay. oh, shit. You can tell she's like, uh, maybe I shouldn't repeat that, but I'll repeat this. Here, here you go. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. name out your fucking mouth. Wow, dude. Yeah. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's G.I. Jane no joke out of your fucking mouth. I'm going to, okay? <laughs> I can, oh, okay. That was a... Greatest night in the history of television. Okay. Okay. Well, she didn't interpret anything that Will Smith said. No, no, no. Listen, <laughs> she didn't know. Well, you know, that's Japan. They got some, I'm sure they got some laws about saying certain words. What's up, Johnny? So I got a few uh, reactions on Twitter, Howard, from comedians, if you want them. Go ahead. Uh, Hit him with the Rosie O'Donnell tweeted, Till tonight, I love Will Smith. He was wrong. He assaulted yeah. his friend on global TV for making a bad joke. I truly doubt Chris knew it was alopecia. I seriously doubt it. You know, I got Rosie. I was about to text Rosie and say, hey, do you want to come on the air and talk to me about this? Because she's a stand-up and, you know, she knows Chris Rock. She knows all the players. She knows Will Smith. 
But uh, I re- as I was texting, I deleted it because I, I don't want to, you know, if somebody gives me their home number, I don't want to be the guy who like goes, hey, can you come on the air with us? So I got a, I got a grip on myself. The only tweet I saw that supported Will Smith was from Ike Turner. He said, you're the man, Will. You, you handled it beautifully. <laughs> Uh, Kathy Boy. Griffin wrote, let, let me tell you something. It's very bad practice to walk up on stage and physically assault a comedian. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, what's next? I mean, is that, so is it open season the way they handle? Here's Nikki Glazer. She's actually on the phone. Nikki, hi. Hi, Howard. What do you make of it, Nikki? You're a stand up comedian. You're, you know, you, you, I mean, you go really? in front of live audiences. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, where is uh, security during something? Like, why would they allow this guy to, I don't care that he's Will Smith. Why is he allowed to sit there after something like that? Uh, that's what I was kind of shocked by was just how they kept cutting back and he was still there and everything was fine. And, um, and then he wins and everyone's a little hesitant at first and kind of shocked. And then by the end of it, you know, ev- everyone's <laughs> cheering and, and on his side. It was just, it was kind of, uh, it, it was, it was, uh, anyone who heckles during a show, uh, during a comedian's performance gets, gets kicked out normally, you know, let alone, uh, assaulting someone. So that, that was wild. But, um, I think it's just proof that open relationships, uh, are truly just very healthy. Um, <laughs> I um I love what you tweeted. Uh, Nikki tweeted in the moment that it happened. She wrote, tonight's Oscars prove that Hollywood is alive and well, still doing what does best, protecting and celebrating disgusting behavior. And you're so right. And in, in, in light of, you know, all the Me Too and all this other stuff, here's a guy who openly assaulted someone. Now, as a comedian, even if you evaluate the joke, he said, gee, I love your G.I. Jane look. If you think about it, it's not even a knock. It's it's kind of a compliment. Right, right. Do you it, agree? Uh, I mean, it's just a, it's just a dumb joke. You know, right. it's just, uh, you know, commenting. She's always had like a short haircut. I, I really, I know for a fact it was not a dig against her having alopecia. She, he, she, he definitely did not know that. He never would have made that joke had he known it was a, a medical condition that she had. But even, you know, sometimes you make a joke and it, it hurts someone and is truly insensitive in, in a way that you don't even realize. And the answer is never to... It, it would have been fine if he would have just interrupted and said what he said afterwards when he got, you know, muted. Why, why have to, why did he have to run up on stage and, and, and slap him? And it was just a, it just was, in the fact that Will Smith laughed at first. Yes. It was, was an odd thing to watch as well, where it's like, okay, well, this wasn't even, it, this didn't even come from a place where, he was offended by it. It was it was for someone else, which I understand. Like um, he said, he was he was he had to defend you know the person he loved. But is that really the right response? Was it was uh, it just didn't seem like it matched. It just seemed like I was watching something where I was, I was waiting all night for Obama to call him a jackass, kind of like the Kanye thing, where it was like someone needs to call this out. What is going on here? Yeah, I mean where. I mean, I understand that he's trying to prove to his his wife was not happy. You could see the look on her face. Yeah. He was laughing. And then he's going to prove to his wife. And and even that is kind of weird. Like, 
she's capable of defending herself. Like, he's got to get up and smack, uh, you know, Chris Rock, who weighs 25 pounds. I don't know. The whole thing was just really depressing. Well, it and, is uh, bizarre because this guy has been lobbying to win the Academy Award forever. Mm. Yeah. And the night he's going to win, what does he do? He ruins the moment. Yeah. It was well, let me ruined. ask you this. You he, was sh- he was shook up there. Like, he was so ashamed. Um, Good. You see the skills from, from his speech. You can tell that's not someone who's, like, excited that he just won. He ruined his yeah. own moment, too. It was, it was, it was sad to watch this. I just think there's something there's something going on with him, you know. Yeah. I, I don't think I don't think he's well. I think I was thinking today we'd hear something about he's going to end up in going going away to some rehab or something for something. He's he's struggling for sure. There was a sadness to it for sure. Yeah. Again, I don't know that he has a you know an addiction Condition or anything like or that. Whatever. Yeah. Right. I don't know what he had, but he clearly right. is a troubled dude. Um, you know. I was thinking about the government went after CBS television when Janet Jackson's nipple made it on live TV. And yet we'll stand by and watch a guy get assaulted with no repercussions. I like that they go, well, Chris Rock didn't press any charges. Why does Chris Rock have to press charges? I know you know a bit about that, Howard. And the police said that in a situation like this, uh, the cooperation of the offended party is very important. And since he doesn't want to press charges... It might not wind up being a prosecutable case. Let me see here. Maria Shriver tweeted, Nikki, we should never get to a place where we sit and watch a movie star hit someone on global television. Then moments later, get a standing ovation while talking about love. And I think it's kind of like what you wrote. Um, They're celebrating bad behavior. And, yeah, it's um, really odd what goes on in Hollywood. It's really true. Like, they watched that and then gave him a standing ovation. Yeah, like, okay, you just acted out, like, on a movie set when a guy yells at a woman or corners her, in a, and then and then we're going to give him an award. Yeah. I um I compared it. I erased, I erased the tweet because I, a lot of people were tweeting last night. It was, it was wild. I've never seen anything on Twitter since, you know, Trump got COVID. It was, like, kind of like the same kind of night where it was just everyone was commenting on it and a lot of comedians erase their tweets because it became, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. White people need to spit this one out. And I felt like, oh, did I go? Oh, my God. Did I not have an opinion on this? Which, you know, you, you question things like that. But there was um, there was a tweet I erased about how it was. This is people. People say, how did Weinstein get away with that for so long? How did that happen? Right. And it's like, right. We just witnessed it. Everyone yep. saw uh, an assault take place. Everyone in the room with their own eyes. And then yep. if you would have tuned in 20 minutes later, you would have never known that happened. Everyone, That's right. Everyone just, looked the other way. Yes. And, yes. you know, here's what disturbs me. On Twitter, after the speech, hashtag good for Will was trending. This is, those are probably yeah. Trumpies. And, uh, and, and, and Will Smith's son tweeted, and that's how we do it. That's how we do it. Let right. me tell you something. Like I said, if Jason Momoa was up there, who's the size of a house and could or the fight, rock, yes, let's or the rock, rock made that joke. Will Smith would have sat there like a bitch and listened to him talk about his wife's head. <laughs> that would have been the end. He'd of have it. comforted yeah. his wife, which is what he should That's have right. done while <laughs> right. he was sitting in that chair. Well, Nikki, thanks for calling in. I wanted to know what a comedian felt, and you made some really great points. 
Well, thank you, Howard and Robin. I appreciate it and always love talking to you. Thank you so Thanks, much. Thanks, Nikki. Good to talk right, to you. Bye, guys. Nikki yeah. Glazer, fabulous yes, comedian. Thank you, Nikki. The, the strangest thing was nobody coming up. Nobody, you know, how did they no. know he wasn't going to hit him again? Or They don't know. You, and nobody moved. He could have gotten up again. He was getting all worked up sitting in that chair. Keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Yeah, but even in the moment, um, nobody moved toward Chris Rock to protect him. No, that's what I'm saying. It was crazy. Uh, here to comment is Liza Minnelli, who was on the Academy Awards last night. Miss, Miss Minnelli, thank you for stopping by. And uh, um, why, why was there no security, Liza? We're having trouble with Liza's mic. You know she's not. Is Liza lady. okay? A, she'll be she'll be with us. She takes her a while. Okay. Hello, hello. Ms. Minnelli? Hello, hello. I'm sorry. They're having trouble with her. She's uh she's in the back. Oh maybe, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. We'll I didn't know. Talk I a little know. bit and Liza will then chime in. <laughs> she's in the bathroom. I didn't know. <laughs> she had to leave and go to the bathroom just as you were picking up? Uh, Jeff from Texas, you're on the air. Hey, good morning, Howard. I'm on my way to court. I'm an attorney, and I have a, I have some input on that assault deal that 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 might make some sense. Uh, I guess specifically what I'm trying to say. What went on there to me is no different than what might go on in a basketball game when one player is frustrated with another, and in an out of bounds way just punches the guy, and it has nothing to do with basketball, or maybe on a baseball diamond where a pitcher. Uh, hits, somebody hits a home run off the pitcher, and then he throws the ball 100 miles an hour at the next guy's head or something. It's out of bounds in that situation. Absolutely. And what Will Smith did is an assault. I'm sorry? It absolutely is. And then, and then as uh, Nikki and Robin pointed out, and then 20 minutes later, they're applauding. I mean, this is Hollywood. This is how guys like Harvey Weinstein got away with it. They were like, well, you know, okay, yeah, he, 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 we'll overlook that. Or Mel Gibson. With his Jew comments and his uh, all, sure. his, you know, or or Donald Trump saying um, you can you can grab women by the pussy uh, if you're famous. I, people I overlook shit. Nobody in the room had a spine. Is what I believe. You know, no I one had a spine. There, there was not a security guy to be found to drag this fucking guy out of there. Right. Uh, I, I never saw I anything it like it. Caught, I think it might have caught security off guard a little bit had they even been there. But at the same time. The moment it happened, they probably, you know, in my opinion, should have started dealing with it. I can see them, him getting past security, but I cannot see him not being dealt with. And it was yep. obvious that everybody in the room was like, I don't even know what, you know. And also, The guy the just had an inappropriate outburst at the least, and then they award, they gave him an award and stood up and applauded him. What the that, hell is going on? You think Thank that you, they'd Jeff. have, at that point, they would have dealt with, what if he wins, what do we do? Miss Minnelli, I understand we, we, we had to wheel her in. Um, Liza, how what? are you? Yeah. Liza, she's here now to comment on okay. what she saw and how she feels about all of this. Liza. Yes, uh, Miss Minnelli. <laughs> she's, Where are they she's wheeling her in from? <laughs> I am from the bathroom. Hello, hello. Please, from. Yes, Must Liza. Be a big house. <laughs> I give up on Liza. Forget Liza. <laughs> Where's John Hine? He'll he'll say something. Uh, John, um, read me the rest of the tweets from comedians. I'm curious, how did they react when this all went down in the moment? 
Uh, Conan O'Brien said, just saw the Will Smith slap. Does anyone have a late night show I can borrow just for tomorrow? Right. Judd Apatow said he could have killed him. That's pure out of control rage and violence. They've heard a million jokes about them in the last three decades. They are not freshmen in the world of Hollywood and comedy. He lost right. his mind. That's right. Listen, you go to the Oscars, uh, the, the people are going to comment. And what, G.I. Jane is going to get you to beat up somebody? You know, earlier in the evening, Amy Schumer made a joke. If they hadn't liked that, would he have rushed the stage and hit her? <laughs> you know, O.J. says yes. Oh, <laughs> you know. OJ is a man. What do you? Th you would love to. You would love to storm. But OJ, would you? Would you? Would you storm the stage? You know, sometimes you're the windshield, and sometimes you're the bug. <laughs> <laughs> right, OJ. You know. It happens. This is really weird. Liza Minnelli is just sitting here staring at me. Miss Minnelli, will you say something? Just say anything. Damn. Anything. Won't say a word. Just Why staring is at me. Not speaking. I think she's in awe of me. I think she oh. must have seen the movie Private Parts and realized how great an actor I am. <laughs> Can't believe she's actually talking to you. Right. Uh, John, what other what other tweets were there? Uh, Spade tweeted a G.I. Jane joke, question mark. Right. Uh, Trevor Noah um, tweeted, what the fuck? Uh, that was Hold on scripted. a second, John. Hold on a second. I'm putting a mirror under... Liza Minnelli's nose right now. Let me see. Are her eyes open? You said she's standing. No. Right, so the eyes are no, open. No, no. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, they're open, but they're not moving. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I see um, the mirror is fogging up. So, okay. We're all right. All right. Just didn't know. Um, John, what other, what other celebrity tweets came out? I'm curious. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel said, what was the Vegas line on the Fresh Prince punching Little Penny in the face? And then later he tweeted, I know the big story is the slap, but congratulations to Amy, Wanda, and Regina, who are very funny. I hope that this isn't overshadowed by the unpleasantness. Oh, and then you Jimmy's know it wife, was, Jimmy. Well, the Jimmy's wife, Jimmy Molly hopes tweeted, that Jimmy hopes that the slap. I'm going to get a hold of him. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Jimmy, last one. Jimmy's wife, Molly, tweeted, if anyone beyond row three did that, they'd be escorted out immediately. Of course. Yes. You know, um, no, I mean, of course it overshadowed. I'm going to tell Jimmy that because I was supposed, I was going to talk about how good Amy Schumer was. And then I was like, forget that. Uh, let me talk about this, this, what I just witnessed on TV. Crazy. Just crazy stuff. Uh, King of all blacks wants to comment. Go ahead, King. Yeah. Um, you know, I, that was, he's just trying to prove himself to Jada and, yeah. and, you know, because she allegedly had that affair. With that singer and his punk ass sat there while she was talking about an affair that she had. Right. And then now he wants to slap Chris Rock. And another thing, the reason why security didn't do anything, because I'm a little out of breath because I was just uh, walking around the block. No, you're um, out of breath because you're 900 pounds and you're. Yeah, walking you're out of shape. It's not the block right. that's the problem. I'm, I'm <laughs> Don't blame now. the block. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Okay, now the, for the first time they used an all black production company, so that's why what? they let him sit there like that. Yeah, an all black production company produced the Oscars this year. A guy named Will Packer and his team. So 
That's why you I think that's the stupidest excuse I've ever heard. <laughs> he, so they're not going to do no, the job Will, because they're all black. I'll tell you why. Because if, if the production company was white, Will Smith wouldn't have got up there, wouldn't have walked up there. I mm. know his kind. Just because it's a black production company, he could do whatever he wanted to do because they black. But if they was white, he would have sat right in that chair. <laughs> what a Maybe theory. you got a point. I don't know. Maybe that. Hey, listen. You Maybe know, what for do the I first time, I have to sort of agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would like thank you, uh, King of All Blacks. I'll try again, Liza. Are you capable of speech? Fifteenth time is the charm, as you know. That's my expression. Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> Liza. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Hi. Oh, yes. She's, she's it's so wonderful to be here. I'm so happy to be here. Liza, you, you, you know, by the way. Now she's char- so lively. For a while, she was just sitting there staring at you. She's okay now. She's okay. okay. Liza, thank you for, for coming on the air. I, I saw you on the Oscars. I saw you sitting there. I was shocked you were in a wheelchair. I didn't know that. I'm sorry to see that. Wait, that was in Studio 54? I thought we were in Studio 54. Yeah, but you used to go all the time. I remember with uh, that whole crowd. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'd go there with Elton and Bianca and we'd get funky. It was so much fun. Eliza, uh, you know, I was Is saying... Is that where she thinks she was last night? I don't know. <laughs> and Robin, it was please. sparkly and they were dancing and hand gestures. It was like, it was, yeah, yeah, but Robin, be respectful. Please. <laughs> Robin's a little outrageous. She's like the Chris Rock of this show. <laughs> don't hit me. Liza, um, you, so you, so wow, you were up there with uh, Lady Gaga. You know, Lady Gaga. I noticed she's with um, the older generation a lot. Tony Bennett and you. She admires um, uh, great singers and show people from the past. Yes, I'm afraid if Lady Gaga teams up with me, it's uh, not a good indication that I'm doing well. I- <laughs> She was terrific. She was so kind and so lovely. And I'll never forget the time we spent. She's probably my my best friend in the whole world. And I just want to thank Brittany for being there with me. It was so exciting to have her. Lady Gaga. You know, she was fabulous. (laughs) It was fun. Wasn't it fun? But I couldn't find Mickey Rooney. I looked and looked. He wasn't there. Well, Mickey Rooney, I hate to break it to you, is dead. In fact, Mickey Rooney was in so many movies with your your mother. Your mother, mama. Was such a, yeah, mama. mama. We call her mama. mama. Mama, yeah, she was in the movies with mama. I mean, mama was in the movies with Mickey Rooney, <laughs> right? Right? Yep. right. They're little peanuts just dancing and singing and you know, taking amphetamines. It was so much fun. Right, you know, you, you, you. I saw they said on the Oscars it was I forget the year, but it was a many year anniversary of your great movie Cabaret. Cabaret. Oh, it was 50 years ago. That's a long time. That's a yeah. half a century. God, I'm old. Can you so old. Yeah, wow. 50 years. Miss Minnelli, 50 years. Can you believe 50 years have passed? <laughs> Hello. It's so nice to be in your show, Walter. I'm so happy to be here. Walter. Yes, it's been so long since I've been on television. God. Well, you I, are. I don't know a the cameras are, though. Do you ever sit at home and reflect on the movie Cabaret? And I loved you in that movie with Dudley Moore. But would you, do you ever say, how's that song go again from Cabaret? Dun, dun, dun. It's three languages, not just one, but three in the same song. You try it.
Do a little. You do a little love him, please, please bless us with a little. You know, saying, come on in to my party. We're in Berlin, and and the Nazis aren't here yet. So let's just take off our clothes and drink and have fun. Right? Yeah. You know, it's hard to have a hit movie with when the Nazis are invading. I mean, but you did it. You. I hate Nazis. They're terrible. I mean. If it weren't for the sound of music, I would just—I would have nothing to do with them. Right, 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 right. Well, listen, uh, you saw. I don't know what that meant, but Howard's going. You're insulting one of our greatest stars. You, you, you you know, you haven't missed a beat. Robin thinks you have, but I don't. I don't think so. Uh, What are you saying, Robin? You're (laughs) insulting Miss Minnelli. Miss Minnelli, you—I don't mean to bring up a terrible subject, but. Last night was very upsetting when Chris Rock got slapped. And, and, and did you see anything backstage? I, well, I saw those two lovely gentlemen up there in their tuxedos, and I was waiting for the just. Well, I thought, th- when was the dancing start? I thought they were going to do like the Nicholas Brothers or something. You know, they were going to do some fabulous dancing. Let's go, come on now, let's dance. Come on. You so know? when Will Smith, when you saw it and Will Smith got out of the audience, you were saying to yourself, oh my goodness, uh, they're going to they're do a number together. It's spontaneous. In my my world, we're spontaneous. We we, we call it on the cuff. You know, we wing it. And I just thought they were getting up there to do something fun. (laughs) And and, and I know I've heard people who have been to your apartment back in the day when you were married to like Peter Allen and uh, that other guy, David, whatever his name was. They used to have fabulous parties at your apartment and you would get up and sing and dance and uh, these parties, right? You would, you would do this kind. Howard, you should have a party, and you should get up and sing. And I'll be there. Do you know? What would I, I sing at the party? What would you sing at the party? Oh gosh, let me think now. Um, well, you know, I, I love that Green Day song. You do. You have the time to listen to me whine about nothing and everything. Because I love the young music of today. Oh. I love to sing all that. Because people don't know that I'm eclectic. I'm eclectic. You're sharp as attack, Miss Minnelli. Thank you for your unbelievable reporting on what you saw backstage. Oh, Roger, Miss... it's been such a pleasure. And thank I'd you, love... Thank you, thank you so much. Go with, go with it, Robin. <laughs> Robin, go with it. Thank you, Miss Minnelli. You're, you're I fabulous. You. I love you so much. Come back on and do a song one time. You know what I, I mean? Love... I'll sing something, some Rolling Stones, maybe. All right. Thank oh. you. There she is. I'd love Ms. to hear that. Liza Minnelli, who says she was there. Who the, who's Roger? Who's Walter? That's me. <laughs> who does she think you are? I love what she was wearing. She was wearing tights and a whole uh, high heels and dancing outfit. She was all. Wow. All, but she's uh, in yeah. a wheelchair, you say? Yeah, just for just for now. Sure. Oh, resting. I think. Yeah, resting. <laughs> I tell you, no offense to the three women who hosted, but Liza Minnelli should have been the host. She was so good. Well, well, everything with Liza is fabulous. Mike from New Jersey, go ahead. Uh, good morning, Howard. Good morning, Robin. Uh, good. Great to hear Liza Minnelli sounds uh, so coherent as ever. Uh, yeah, but she's good. Just kind of piggybacking off of what King of All Blacks mentioned about the um, All Black um, uh, production crew. I think the... Uh, from what I heard, from the sources I've heard from, is that Ronnie Mund was actually in charge of the show's security. So I don't know where <laughs> King is getting his facts from the yeah. all-black uh, production company. But I know for sure that the uh, security was handled a little differently, as we all saw that. Yeah! 
Yeah, Ronnie, I used to have Ronnie doing my security at America's Got Talent. Because I used to always think, America's Got Talent is on TV live. You know some Dude. kook is going to get up and do something weird. And so there's nothing really separating you from the audience. No. They're right so behind would, you. So I brought in my own guy, you know, someone who cares about me. And I said, Ronnie, just keep your eyes glued on me while we're, we're shooting uh, America's Got Talent. I look over, Ronnie's staring at the stage at the talent, laughing, clapping his hands. And he I was go, enjoying the show. <laughs> he was enjoying the show. I go, Ronnie, keep your eye on me. And he goes, then he gets mad at me. He goes, hey, fuck you. I'm looking at you. Don't worry about it. I got my eye on you. I don't worry about it. I, don't worry. He I got a two cup. eyes. He can keep one yeah. eye on the yeah. stage and one. I said, but Ron, asshole. it looks like you're <laughs> looking right at the stage and you're caught up in the show. Just look at me. Don't look at the fucking show. You're not here to watch the show. I'd I catch him. Care. Yeah, I know you don't care. I don't care. He's busy staring at the titty dresses. By the way, I, sure, I noticed. What do you know? Women love now to show their titties at the Oscars. Oh, my God. The Serena Williams and the other Williams sister. Venus. Venus. They had on titty dress like their titty was about to pop out. I said to my <laughs> wife, the titty's going to come out. I don't know. I guess they taped their titties in because it's like you could just about see the nips. And um, I wish I had a list of all the titty dresses. I haven't looked at all the fashion yet. Oh, I didn't I, check out the red carpet. Howard, everyone, everyone had the boobs out last night. Tracy Ellis Ross, it didn't matter if you were young, old, heavy, thin. All boobs everyone were had, on display. All <laughs> boobs were out last night. Like The show <laughs> started with Serena Williams. I was like, holy shit, I think I'm looking at Serena Williams' boobs. I mean, they were Jeez. covered, but like they, they were they were as close to the nipple as humanly possible. Like They must have been taped down. Um, but JD, everyone had boobs out. JD was keeping a list of the hottest women of the night. All right. And Woo. JD wants to present yes. it. And Chris <laughs> kept a list of the hottest men because Chris is, uh, you know, he likes Chris dudes. Is what? <laughs> Chris likes dudes. Chris likes men. <laughs> JD likes women. Go ahead, JD. All right. So do you want my, I'll go, I'll go fifth. I who thought is the hottest? You gonna, what are you going to do? The runner? Yeah. The, who's the hottest? Hottest one was Lil, this actress Lily James. Uh, uh, just she looked hot. I mean, her tits were. She doesn't have huge boobs, but they were out. Uh, I don't know yeah. what you know. What I realized, I knew Will Smith. I knew Chris Rock. I know Amy Schumer. I know Wanda Sykes. Uh, you know, but most of these people, they come out. I don't know who the fuck they are. Mila Kunis, yeah. I knew. Did but, you see? Um, uh, did you see the ABC Who's, red carpet show? Uh, a little bit. My, but my uh, wife I, made me uh, fast forward through it. Vanessa Hudgens, I thought she was hot. She was my second. Yo, who is she? Is she a singer or an actress? Actress, singer, yeah. she was. In, I think she was in High School Musical, so she uh -huh. sang a little bit on there, but she's mainly an actress. I said to my wife, I don't know who that is, but she's got big titties. They're all right. I don't know about big. You know what it is? They aren't big. They're just out there. I mean, oh, yeah. everyone with the titties. I mean, the, wow. The tight, titties. Tight. Tracy Ellis Ross, I mean, she wasn't in my list, but I mean, her tits, I thought they were going to just plop titties. out uh, after a while. She was just moving around. Even Amy Schumer had her titty out. Uh, that's sort of... what surprised me. I was like, boy, titties. right away, start of the show, boobs out with Amy. The only titties. one who didn't have her boobs out was Liza. Liza, if you're still there, <laughs> why, why didn't you wear a titty dress? Why did you? I don't know. I did that when I was young. Did you, did you see Cabaret? 
<laughs> yeah. They were everywhere. <laughs> I invented the side boob. <laughs> For God's sake. <laughs> Been there. Done that. <laughs> Can't do it now. Ouch. Yeah, I guess your titties are like flapjacks, huh? <laughs> they hurt. They hurt. <laughs> they need their own little chair. You should see me. I, I got titties, too. And believe me, I keep them hidden as much as I can. Thank you uh, Thank you, Liza. <laughs> thank you, thank you, darling. Yes, uh, I'll say. I, Liza was about to give an Oscar acceptance speech. I don't. I don't know if she's on. Thank you, Liza. Yeah, you're welcome, Liza. <laughs> uh, I mean, you, you know, some of. Go ahead. Yes, yes, yes. What? Yes. Who are you talking to? I don't know. JD. Where, what JD's like Liza. <laughs> I'll say. Someone who didn't have their tits out but looked good was Marley Matlin. I thought she looked fucking great. Uh, she was hot to me. So when she was signing, it was probably hard for you to follow you <laughs> looking at her titties. <laughs> well, it was very, her outfit was pretty tight. It was a tight outfit. She looked good. Yeah. She looked great. I don't know how old. Good looking woman. Good looking oh, yeah. woman. Titties. And uh, Megan the Stallion, she looked good. Her tits were out. Uh, I didn't even see her. Where was she? Megan well, the Stallion. Well, she was on the red carpet. And then she did the, she did one of the musical things. She did the, and then we don't, we don't talk about Bruno. She was in that. Mm. Yeah. Those were it says here you were thought. disappointed with Oscar winner Ariana DeBose short hair. You didn't like it. Well, no, it wasn't just the short hair. It was uh, uh the pantsuit. Like, you know, <laughs> I thought uh, her oh pants, basically. God. I thought, you know, she was the front runner to win Best Supporting Actress. I thought she'd right. be like glamorous and, you know, she's hot. Do you know her? Why would you have thoughts about what she would be? <laughs> I don't know. I, you know who's the hottest? That I, in my opinion, that I saw there. Go ahead, Kristen Stewart. That girl does it for me. Uh, that's, Those shorts that's she's wearing. Man. What? <laughs> What'd you say? So that's all you, man. Go ahead. It's not. She's not my type. I'm not. She's okay. Oh JD likes thicker cut ladies. Yeah, I like you know women with you know a body. <laughs> I don't know. What to tell you. Oh my god, her body's gorgeous. You see her wearing like little short shorts, yeah. high heels. Yeah. I mean, it was bordering on inappropriate. I loved it. <laughs> did she win an Academy Award? She did not no. win. She didn't win. Jessica Chastain Just... won, right? Yeah. No. Liza, who did you think was good looking? Like, who who are you attracted to? Who made your list? <laughs> I Mickey thought Rooney? Ann Miller looked terrific. Didn't Ann, Ann Miller, Miller look great? <laughs> yeah, okay, Liza. She always looks great. She does. You know, I, I, I think her hair could be a little looser, but uh, all right. legs, all right. though, right? Beautiful legs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you want to give... I know who's on your list. Go, Timothy Chalamet. Timothy mm. Chalamet. Mm. <laughs> he's number two on my list. Really? I do like, he's a very interesting well, did, young man, yeah. Didn't you think that not wearing a shirt was, like, maybe even for you that was too weird? No, uh, I, I think, first of all, I think he was very likely dressed by a gay man who knew exactly what he was doing. <laughs> that was the equivalent of your they Christian They all do. They all do. <laughs> they, they all do what, Liza? They all know what they're doing. All the gay men. <laughs> you like gay men, right? Of course. You were one of the first to, um, you know, even, uh, <laughs> you best. know, uh, you were an icon to the gay community. Yeah, they know had a dress. They don't make the best husbands. I try. <laughs> no. Over and over <laughs> not again. Not a good idea. <laughs> not a good idea. Right, right. Well, yeah. 
Um, yeah, you I were mean, saying, practically, Chris. He, well, practically, he was probably all like sweaty under the suit, but he, I, I'm even into that because he's very, you know, he has a very, he's like Kristen Stewart. He has a very like slender uh, musculature. He's a twink. He's a twink. He's a yes, twink. he's a classic twink. Right. He is. Classic. What about, who is the hottest guy there, Chris? The hottest guy, well, I'll tell you who I put just under Timothy was Elliot Page. I thought Elliot <laughs> Page is looking very good. Another one as a man, you feel yes. he was the best looking man. One Not the, of the best, best looking. looking. I put him right. The best looking man was Sean Mendez, and I didn't even know what Sean Mendez looked like. But that guy right. is a hunk. <laughs> I feel I could, if given the right amount of time, I could turn him because he what is. What right. is Elliot Page's pronoun? Please let's get these they. all straight. Yes, he, he is it. He. They? I thought it's he. No, he, he, he. Well, he's he? hot. I think Elliot's hot, and I've seen pictures of Elliot. Elliot has great abs that I would also am very into. Wow. I thought Elliot looked great. Oh yeah, no, Elliot is uh, it's working for me. Absolutely. You know, Chris, you're so gay. You could marry mm -hmm. Liza Minnelli. Liza, somebody wants to propose <laughs> to you. Oh, isn't that sweet? That's lovely. I've yes. always loved you, Liza. Oh, come on. <laughs> well, of course you did. <laughs> of course it's you did. On, on Elliot Page's Twitter page, it's he slash they. Okay. They, I knew yeah. there was well, a they in there somewhere. He and they are hot. <laughs> and who and sean mendez was number one and right? sean mendez i didn't i didn't even know what he looked like but my god thinking about Very him handsome. Going to bed. Chris, oh, also, yeah. chris also likes rami malik <laughs> yeah know. rami wow. malik has this buggy kind of look i'm really into i don't know there's something about that whole look I liza bet. do you like uh rami malik do you even know who that is i've never had one what is it <laughs> no, it's not an it. It's a all right. Well, whatever. And uh, she thinks it's um, some kind of a dish, and he is a dish, but not mm, that kind. Mm, mm. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. He's got this this look about him that I'm just it's <laughs> oh. I'm into. I oh. like Jake Gyllenhaal because he looks like Tyrone Power. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, Tyrone Jake Power. made my list too. He's number Jake zero. is Jake looked hot last night. I saw always him. hot. He will always be. I saw him. Hey Chris, I meant to ask you, you uh, since you yeah. broke up with your boyfriend, uh, how uh -huh. you how you how you doing? And are you, are you having sex with anybody? Are you else? back in the saddle? Well, I, you know, I was up in Canada, so it was hard. I was doing a lot of uh, like like internet stuff with guys. You know, I, I wasn't able to see anyone physically really up there, but uh, like. You know, I was, I was, you know, talking to guys online and I've been very sad since the breakup. I have to tell you, I still have a lot of sadness about that. Oh, but, I heard uh, you were having phone sex with some new dude. Not phone sex. I was doing like the Snapchat thing where I was, What's we, that? we were jerk. We were, we were, I don't know. I met some really hot, uh, like Middle Eastern guy <laughs> and he, we, we, we would go on uh, Snapchat and, and jerk off, uh, for each other, basically. Oh, nice. A really huge, uh, penis and big Isn't thick that nice? <laughs> yeah and he had like you know he had, a, he had a weird kind of breathy voice that i was into he'd sort of you know oh my god you like you like your daddy's cock oh, like that you do that to your daddy's cock oh my god what's he saying i like your daddy's cock yeah he's like he's like you like that you like you like your daddy's cock like daddy's <laughs> These guys have oh, to be he's daddy. Howard, because if you <laughs> said that daddy. to a woman, she'd run out the door. <laughs> oh, you Chris, you like your daddy's cock. <laughs> look, 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 what you, look what you're doing to 
your daddy's cock? Dude, you jerk off. He says it's a lie. Yeah, yeah, the guy who played the uh, cowardly lion, right? Were you calling the dude daddy? I wasn't into the whole daddy thing. I'd sort of be like, oh, yes. I just sort of agree in the affirmative. But he was, oh, you good Let me ask you something. I, oh, I don't know what. Hi, daddy. You do this on TikTok? <laughs> TikTok? <Snapchat>. No. <laughs> Snapchat. I would and, public, no. I don't. I and don't what like is Snapchat? Do... It's that they can erase it like right after it occurs. Apparently. I'm sure it's all stored in some server <laughs> somewhere. And it'll, you know, it'll be yeah, no, some president. You met this guy car. on Snapchat, and you said, "Let's." I met him off. on. I met him on uh, Bumble. Okay, and you said, "Hey, let's go on Snapchat and jerk off." Well, you get there eventually. It's it's right. it's like it's like a murder. Like once you go to a second location with someone, it's done. You're you're you finished. You know? How long before you meet him on? How long? Like you meet him on Snapchat, right? And I then you him, go. Yes. Right, and then you go. I mean, you meet him wherever you meet him on Bumble. Wherever I meet him. And then you go, and then how long does it take before he gets on Snapchat to start jerking off with him? In this instance, I was very horny, and clearly he was too, so I don't know, under 20 minutes. Wow. Wow. And aren't you afraid, like, he could be filming it or something to blackmail you? Of course. I don't like doing it. But this guy seemed to have, I don't want to get into what he did, but he seemed to have a good profession. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I thought, you know, this would be a guy to do it with. And he was couldn't so he be high. lying, though? Couldn't he have been like maybe a, uh, you know, a, an unemployed gentleman who says he's, let's say, a, a medical doctor? Well, I mean, you wouldn't he's know. He's an unemployed gentleman with a huge cock. So, <laughs> I don't know. It worked for me. <laughs> so in 20 minutes, out the window, yes. in 20 minutes, he gets you. He gets you onto this um, Snapchat. Yeah. And and then how does it work? Like, how do you set up a camera? Do you have a, a special like stand or um? No, you just hold, you just hold your phone on your dick. Like you just hold it out and you try to get a good angle. I mean, initially, do I you show your you face. The, do you show your uh, face? No, I don't you're... show my face. And I'll be honest with you. The first couple of times we did it, it was all him. I just would type like, you know, oh, yeah, daddy's cock. And he'd be like, yeah, you see your daddy's cock. Oh, mm. oh, like he'd really get into it. And I and I know it doesn't sound hot, but it was hot. And he's holding the phone with one hand and jerking off with the other and, like, keeping it on his cock? Yeah, and then I could tell him what angles I <laughs> I like. <laughs> like I said, like, let me see your balls. <laughs> or let me... You <laughs> is, know. That a good, is that a good angle from balls he, up to the dick? Uh, no, the better angle is facing down because you want to see the head and sort of the veins. And I, I, the balls mm. is not really much to see. Maybe from the side is the best, I guess. Could you Liza, see? do you ever go on a dating app to meet guys? called ding dong ding, ding, ding dong i know that one that's heard a good of one. That one i must no, be for good. celebrities <laughs> yes <laughs> wow and then and then like after the guy comes do you just go okay i'll speak to you later or something uh, yeah and once the guy comes it's done you know it's done like he he you don't hear from him anymore he goes away too i mean it's very transactional in that sense but you did it several I don't times. Something. Could you hear him, or did he have to type? Well, when he makes video, I would type. Eventually, I got more involved. But he oh, would okay. make li- he makes little. It's not live. It's like little video, little snaps, little video. Oh, I see. And the thing is, when I'd see a bunch of videos come in, then I'd get I'd get all prepared. Like I'd put on my headphones because I want to hear his voice, and I'd get like you know all set up in bed. Like I knew, oh, this is going to get good. You know. And your mom really was good. nearby, right? Because you were up in Canada. 
<laughs> Wasn't no your comment. mom in the next room? No, no, no. Stop. No. Was she banging on the wall? <laughs> she was who, who's Quiet daddy? down what? in there with the gay sex. <laughs> What's with this daddy business? What are you doing? <laughs> Liza, can you stop that? She's chewing on her chair. Stop it, honey. Oh. oh, thank you. oh. Um. And then you finger. It says here you fingered your own ass while you were. That well, that was yeah. the that was the last time I couldn't put off, you know, wow. showing myself anymore. So, wow, good for you. I was instructed by Daddy <laughs> to finger my ass. You gotta, you gotta finger your finger your ass for your Daddy. I get that little over Daddy. Ah. Robin's so oh. right. If I said to Beth, hey, would you finger your ass for daddy? That's it. She's <laughs> divorcing me. That's it. Bro. She's done. She's going to think course. I'm the biggest creep. It, hey, it, objectively, hey. it is creepy. I, I don't pretend it's a, you know, a normal fun thing, but you know, right. I don't know what dating anymore with COVID and, you know, I'm, I'm like you. I'm still kind of freaked out by it. And like, I got to really like you to risk going out. And being in public and going to a restaurant and all that, so it's sometimes it's just easier to jerk off for your your, your daddy on the right. apps. And, you know, Liza no diseases. My I don't daddy mean to... was Vincent Minnelli. He directed me. me yes, I know. Yeah, your dad. And, well, and, and I, I I heard back in the day, like Rock Hudson would finger his ass on uh, Snapchat. <laughs> right? Is that true? I think it might have been on Ding Dong. I'm not sure. <laughs> So exciting to have Liza here. Hold on a second, Liza. Oh, it's the greatest uh, guy ever, George Takei from Star Trek. Hey, George. Good morning, Howard. I'm just a huge fan of Liza Minnelli. I had to to say hello. Hello. I'm so much how are you, George? It's been oh, forever. Look. I'm fantastic. You know, we should really sing a song together. You've got what? such a beautiful voice. What would you like to sing? Pick a song. Come on. You decide. Uh, uh, all that jazz from uh, okay, Chicago. Do you know okay. that one? I do know that one. Okay. You count it off. Here we go. One, one two. And the two. And the and, three. And, and four. Come on, baby. Why don't I paint the town? And all that. You're going to do hand movements? Just I'm like doing it right now. I'm just so excited. And all that jazz. And all that jazz. You're going to do some videos and we'll just stuck us down. And, and all that jazz. Oh, it's so fuzzy. <laughs> I love it. It's so it's fuzzy. It's a dream come true. I'm fangirling right now. I'm so happy. You know, there were Fosse dancers last night at the Oscars. I saw them. All those hand gestures. I saw all those hand. Everybody was doing jazz hands. I didn't Best know. Best show ever. Wasn't it exciting? <laughs> they love Fosse. It's you like know, you and me, George. Uh, George is so excited. I don't want to say anything to embarrass you, George, but you're fingering your own ass right now, right? I for am. Daddy. I was listening to that story. This is the best day of my life. Liza and fingering my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> did you watch the Oscars as well, George? Uh, and see, I'm sure you were coming in your pants Let when you saw Liza. Let me tell you, Timothy yeah. Chalamet has voluptuous musculature. I right. was imagining myself tickling those Mm, mm, mm. Was Brad upset? Was Brad upset that you were doing that? I mean, he is. Brad your was asleep, so I don't think right. he had any room to be upset. <laughs> well, Eliza, How did he fall asleep during the Oscars. It's like a, he eats a lot. 
Yeah. <laughs> George, as a uh, as a gay man, did you ever consider marrying Liza? You know, I think there are many considerations in my life that uh, that uh, would take a, a couple extra thoughts, but that I wouldn't think about. Liza, would yes. you marry me? Oh, God, so much. <laughs> can, can you push your wheelchair? How's your upper body strength? Well, uh, let me ask you, would you mind attending uh, rehearsals for Allegiance 2? That would be exciting, wouldn't it? <laughs> we could use a couple wheelchair dance numbers. George, I think, George, I love you, but I think you're embarrassing Miss Manelli. She, she has a hard time saying no. She, she's, um, I don't think she's going to want to be in Allegiance too. Well. Say yes. I sang a song called Say Yes to Everything. Say yes. That's why I'm in the wheelchair. I, I think what? she'd be an incredible asset. <laughs> right. All right. Well, thank, thank, thank you so much, you. George. Yeah. George, thank you, and I'm, I'm glad I could give you a thrill this morning and introduce you. Thank to you, Howard. Right. Were you a fan of, uh, did you ever watch the Star Trek, uh, Eliza? Did you ever uh, see it? I, I, well, the Star Trek, that would be like the Hollywood F Walk of Fame. That was the Star Trek, wasn't it? That, that Walk no, of no, 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 no. No, with William Shatner, and uh, George was in it, and uh, Leonard Nimoy. I have no know, idea what no. that is. Sounds no TV show, Eliza. Thank you very so, so much for asking. I'll send you a DVD of Allegiance. What's that? <laughs> You'll love it. Uh, tell her I know, a little bit. I love you so much. All right, all right. Thank you. Do, you. do you have any idea who George is? George who? George uh, Takei. <laughs> all right. I don't, now I'm offended. All right. I, I, all right. All right. All right. Yeah, maybe you should have made an introduction first. I thought she knew who he was. <laughs> It's like the gay Twilight Zone. Right. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right. I, 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 there's nothing else to say. I think I played you the tape of Chris Rock and Will Smith. I think we spoke about it. I know a lot of people want to, but, but here's a couple of people's chime opinions. In. Yeah. Um, Nicole, you want to chime in about it? Hi. Good morning. Yes. yes. Howard? Hi. Hi. Uh, you know, I agree with so much of what you and Robin have said this morning. The only thing that I was hoping maybe we could revisit possibly is what if Jada were going through chemo? Would that right. have changed anything? I think that's the only thing maybe you got a little wrong. I don't think that he was complimenting her and comparing her to Demi Moore. I think that he no, was talking listen, about. He was case. trying to make a joke. It wasn't even a great joke or anything, but he's no, working the crowd. He's trying to get it. He's trying to do some, you know, showbiz related stuff for the Oscars. It and wasn't you have the to worst. understand that this wasn't something he got to think about for days. He saw her that night, and that's something he just sort of sketched out before he came on stage. It was over the top for Will Smith to react that way. It was ridiculous to assault a guy. I mean, okay, maybe if he had yelled something out from the audience and heckled him a bit, all right, that I understand, uh, perhaps. But, uh, you know, to get up and smack a guy, and I mean, that was no smack. That was like a, that was a bitch slap. Uh, the other thing that bothers me is that comment, keep your wife out of my mouth or out of your mouth. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah. when did oh, that I, become a thing? Everybody says that now. Keep my wife out of your mouth. Well, I think he's got a lot of, uh, he's trying to, as you said early on, he's trying to prove something to his wife. Yeah, but I that's mean, a, like a man up thing, you know, like, um, yeah. that's that. But after that, you are supposed to hit somebody. Only he hit the guy first. 
Eliza, would you stop it, please? She's playing with the stove knobs. Stop it, honey. Oh. Oh. All right. Thank you, Nicole. And Will Smith did a like his his even his acceptance speech was completely fucking cuckoo. I mean, no offense, man. I mean, uh, he just really. I don't even know how off. he had the. You know, he should have known better than to walk out and accept an award. Yeah, he's an actor. I mean, what, he's carrying on and he's crying and snotting and I mean, I mean, what's wrong with this guy? I want to apologize to the academy. Oh, no, he apologized. By the way, oh, here's his speech. Richard Williams. Um, this is just after he assaulted a guy. He gets up there and he's making a speech and everyone's sitting there like nothing happened. Was a fierce defender of his family. Oh, so you're in character now. In this time in my life, in this moment, I am overwhelmed by what God is calling on me to do and be in this world. I'm being called on in my life. What is he talking about? I don't Jesus know. Christ, you're, an, you're an actor. What are you being called on? Who's calling on To love people and to protect people and to be a river to my people. Yeah, all of a sudden, he's a river to his people. Cause what, I don't want you as my river. Right. Too bumpy on that river. And I know to do what we do, you got to be able to take abuse. You got to be able to have people talk crazy about What's he about talking you. about? Yeah. In this business, you got to be able to have... Dude, 300 people's homes just got bombed in Ukraine as you're making this speech. Calm fucking down. Calm down. People disrespecting you. And you got to smile and you got to pretend like that's okay. Will Smith's a victim now. Oh, he's, he's always. That's, that's why I'm saying he's yeah. always pulling the victim card. Yeah. But Richard Williams. And what I loved. Thank you, D. Denzel said to me a few minutes ago, he said, at your highest moment, be careful. That's when the devil comes for you. Yeah, the devil. Oh my God. Made what are they character. clapping about now? Shame on anyone that crowd who stood up and gave him a standing ovation. Really. Art imitates life. I look like the crazy father. Just like they said. <laughs> I look like crazy father. Just like they said about Richard Williams. Um... But love will make you do crazy things. But he didn't apologize to uh, Chris Rock. He apologized to the Academy. I want to apologize to the Academy. I want to apologize to my, all my fellow nominees. Um, thank you for this honor. Thank you for this moment. And thank you on behalf of... Richard and, and Orsine, the entire Williams family. Um, thank you, uh, uh, Hoking. Good thing he wasn't portraying OJ. And oh, just, my uh, goodness. Damn. But, uh, I, I never saw anything like that. That was outrageous. And then the guy sits right back down and gets himself an award. This guy needs a conservatorship like Britney Spears. That's what he needs. 
Um, by the way, I contacted Joan Rivers up in heaven who wants to comment. Yeah. She always, when she was alive, as you remember, she was on E, she would do the red carpet. I'm and going she to. was likely to say some things that would upset people on stage. I bet too. you she's got a. Jo- Joan died in 2014 at the age of 81. And uh, she was something else. Let me contact Joan Rivers in heaven. As you know, Robin, I need to recite in Latin. In order to oh. do this, Orvis. So hold on, let me put it. Orvis. <laughs> Orvis. Yeah, I'm talking Latin now. I'm sorry. Corvus. Oculum ocula. Hungriest, hungriest hippopotamus. <laughs> Hello, Howard. Oh, my you? darling. Yeah. My it worked, my my darling Joan Rivers. Oh, Jolly Howard, I tell you though, things are crazy in the world today. God. Yeah, President did you? Z- President Zelensky, he was talking about a dangerous madman. He meant Will Smith, of course. Yeah, did yeah, you yeah, see yeah, Will Smith? <laughs> I oh, saw God, he, that smack. He smacked Chris Rock. Oh God, he 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 hit Chris Rock so hard he almost ended up. And the death reel, it was terrible. I mean, Will Smith decked Chris Rock. But, I mean, where was he? Where was Will Smith when Billy Crystal was hosting the Oscars? Well, let me tell you, Billy was a great host of the Oscars. And uh, I don't I don't like all this violence, but I'm sure you've got a million jokes about all of this. Uh... Oh, I don't know. I'm a little depressed. I have to tell you, a little depressed. Oh. My sex life is so dead up here. Vultures are circling over my pussy. I'm very depressed. I oh really Howard, forget yes. Ukraine. Someone needs to invade my vagina. Oh, it's not that bad, Joan, is it really? Oh, God, please. Can we talk? Nobody wants me because I'm old. Oh, God, I'm old. I'm so How old are you? Old. How, how old am, are you? How I am so old. I got my tramp stamp at Auschwitz. I'm so old. The, yeah, I'm so old. The first time I did 69 with a guy, it was in Roman numerals. Oh, God. oh my God. That's so old. How, how old are you again? I'm so, I'm so old. My sex tape doesn't have sound. It comes with a guy who plays piano next to the screen. Wow, that is really old, John. You are so old. Oh, I'm so old. How, how are I so old? My first STD was Moses giving me boils. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, and, and, and I'm also ugly, too. Oh, God. You're not ugly. What? Joan, oh, I, I Joan. So, but, God, how ugly I'm are so, you? I am so ugly. I tried to take a selfie and my Siri hung herself. Please. <laughs> oh, that, that is ugly. You are really <laughs> ugly, John. I'm so oh, I'm so ugly. My gynecologist said, "Can we just be friends?" <laughs> Joan, let me tell you something. When you were alive, you always said you were ugly. But to me, you're not ugly. You were beautiful. No. Oh, please grow up, Howard. Please. The only I mean time it. my body was hot was during cremation. <laughs> oh, come on, Joan. I am, and I'm so ugly. I'm so ugly. I met Bill Cosby for a drink, and he roofied himself. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was on the Masked Singer, and they voted keep it on. You know, you're still obviously you're working hard. Mess. You're yeah. absolutely terrific, and I'll tell you something, Joan, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart because you know I miss you every day. You will always be a natural beauty to me. I mean it, natural, oh, natural. Oh, are you kidding? 
I have so much work done. My face is harder than Woody Allen at a Chinese daycare. <laughs> oh, Joan, 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 you are Is she still beautiful. getting work in heaven? Oh. One more face that Robin, I'll be shitting for my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> you're, too hard. You're, you're too hard on yourself, Joan, oh, honestly. You're... Oh, God. And my, my tits are so saggy. Forget Liza's tits. My tits are so saggy. My grandkids use them as a swing set. Ow. Oh, my God. You have beautiful my... tits. No, my tits are so saggy. Every time there's a stiff breeze, they get stuck in a tree. <laughs> my tits are so saggy, Howard. They're so saggy. You know how saggy they are, Robin? How, how oh, saggy? How saggy are they're they? They're so saggy. I made them into dreadlocks. Oh, let me um let me move on. Did you obviously you saw the Academy Awards? You commented, of course, oh, on uh, yes, of course, yes. Well, yes, you, the show is like. As long as Pete Davidson's dick and twice as painful to take in. Oh, God. Really? By the way, did you see? Yes. Did you see that this year's Oscars gift bag included a gallon of unleaded? What did you think? <laughs> what did you think of having three women host the Oscars? What, three well, women: Amy Schumer, Wanda Sykes, and Regina Hall. Or as I call them, see no funny, hear no funny, and speak no funny. Oh. Now you just uh, now Amy Schumer is funny now, and so is Wanda. Call, Come on, now, wait, please, a Jew, a shrew, and a who the hell are you? God. Well, <laughs> those three twats bombed so hard. President Zelensky came on TV and begged them to stop, Howard. Oh, stop it! That's your jealousy coming through. I, I thought now Amy did a did a fabulous job. All right, let me talk to you about the movies. Did you see Don't Look Up? Oh, which is what I say to Peter Dinklage when he's eating my pussy. Don't look up. <laughs> I hear, you know, they're making a sequel about your mirror, Howard. Don't look. That's it. Just don't look. Ah. All right. Well, well, listen, you see, I could take a joke. I'm not going to I'm not going to say You're anything about that. The stage. No, I'm not. <laughs> what about uh, I, uh, Nicole Kidman in Being the Ricardos? Oh, God. You know, finally, a film that answers the burning question. What if Lucille Ball had a bad facelift and wasn't funny? You still got it, Joan. You're so insulting. I mean, Nicole, she's Nicole so Kidman. Nicole Kidman. I mean, she's just vicious. You're Nicole vicious today. Kidman. Oh, all right, all right. Nicole Kidman's great. She's great. You know, you should see her snatch, though. She's the only nominee who brought her own red carpet. <laughs> the movie, <laughs> Joan, the movie that was the, the most uh, Oscar celebrated was The Power of the Dog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to be confused with how I got my first break in Hollywood, the power of the doggy style. Oh, God. That's right. Yes, Please, the, yes. only, the, the only power of the dog I'm impressed with is that they can lick their own balls. Oh, God. Make a movie about that. Did you see a licorice pizza? What about that? Did you see that? I don't know what the fuck a licorice pizza is, but you know it sounds like something Oprah would eat while she tells people she's on a diet. That's what I think. And what about Marley Maitland in Coda? Did you see that? Is she still deaf? Oh God! Between you and me, I always thought she was faking. Oh yeah. come on! It, that's, oh, that's oh come on, Howard! Oh Howard! These disables always want to be rewarded. You. People already got all the good parking spots. Now you want a trophy too? Oh, that's, that's outrageous. Oh, the best part, the best part of living with deaf people, though, is you don't have to worry about your vibrator being too loud. Just set that 
bad boy on puree and go to town. Well, Joan, you're always a delight. I love you very much, and thank you so much. And I'm glad oh. you commented on it. I, every year I try to contact you from the dead because I know you love the Academy Awards. Yeah, I, I love Oscar you, Howard, but I gotta go. I got oh, oh I gotta Putin just bombed a children's hospital and Michael Jackson singing It's Raining Boys. Oh god. Oh come on, Joan. That's not funny. That's harsh. Oh, come on, stop god. it. All right, gotta go, Howard. Enjoy the next variant. Oops. Spoiler alert. Bye, Howard. Bye, Joan. I guess Goodbye. The future, yes, the future, Ron. Wasn't that exciting? It includes a new variant, she was saying. Joan Rivers. What was that a clip of, Will? Joan doing um, Will Smith and uh, Chris Rock jokes? The, the clip is just highlights of Joan through the years. Uh, the real Joan oh, doing a red card. The real, what do you mean the real Joan? What do you mean the, the real Joan? Excuse me. Who right, was that the, we were talking when to? When she was alive, when she was still alive. Way to break the illusion that everybody had. <laughs> Everyone thought that was the real Joan, and you just blew it. All right. Uh, Mike, you have the final word from Maine. Mike in Maine. Hey, now, Howard. Thank you for picking hey up. Hey, yes. I, um, I was thinking, like, do you think that um, if it's okay for Because some people say it's okay that he rushed the stage to defend his wife. So maybe if I'm up there doing stand-up comedy and some Hector, uh, heckler says something I don't like, maybe I can go smack yeah. him right across the face, and everyone will just accept it, right? Yeah, it's well, very that's Trump-like. what I'm thinking it opens the door to. Yeah. yeah no, I, found it, I found it horrible, actually. I really did. I thought it was outrageous. Well, and, uh, an entitled guy who thinks he can get away with that. And he should um, he should immediately apologize to Chris Rock. It was outrageous. He, I mean, he my goodness. proved that he's entitled. He sat there and enjoyed the rest of the show and got a yeah. standing ovation. Yep. It shows you what, and, a, what a punk and all and those, all of those is. And all of those punks... And the audience who sat there and applauded and carried on and didn't just stand up and walk out, they go, fuck themselves. That's it. That's the end of that. I mean, what, what, what kind of fucking weirdo is that? That's the first question you ask anybody who was in that audience. If you ever get to, uh, you know, what were you thinking when no. you sat there and let that happen and continued to go on with the show and gave the guy who assaulted another guy a standing ovation? I'm going to take a break. When I come back, I will talk about the passing of Taylor Hawkins and how uh, it has affected me. And I'm really, really sad about it. So many people want to keep talking about this whole Chris Rock, Will Smith thing. But we spent the night, you know, if you really want to hear it, just listen to the replay. We spent an hour and a half on it, more or less. And yeah. I told you Will Smith needs tremendous amount of psychological help. Something wrong with this fucking We guy. certainly need some anger management. Yeah. But um, here's a guy who believes that uh, Will Smith did the right thing. Really? Real? Oh, he's from Florida. No wonder. Oh, hey, Ivan. People thought yeah. voting for Trump was the right thing. Stop it. Well, Ivan lives in opposite land, Florida. So. <laughs> that's not, think, that's not true. Fair, bro. Do you think that that was rational, what Will Smith did? I mean, dude, okay, maybe. No, let me. Let me explain my let me explain my point of view. And I understand that you come from a comedic background and you you know, you, you made your you made your name like roasting in a lot of ways and stuff. No. And here's is there the thing. Anything, is there anything that anybody could have said about Beth that would make you stand up and smack him, regardless of yes. if you were paid? There's a million there things. Anything? Yes. There are many things that would. But if if someone said, Hey, G.I. Uh, G.I. Jane 
What? What? I mean, I don't know. If you, I mean, is that such an insult, GI Jane? It's not. It's, like, it's not. I agree with you in the sense that yeah. that the comparison to Demi Moore is sexy. That's cool. But I don't know if you know, but she has alopecia, and she was she's been on. All right, I, I guarantee you. About how I would imagine, but I would imagine Chris Rock doesn't know. Let's look at this rationally. Chris Rock doesn't know she has alopecia. I'm sure. I never knew she had alopecia. I thought it was a style choice. The woman is a gorgeous woman. There are she's people a, she's, who show up at the Academy Awards and other things, you know, and they are doing a role and they've got a shaven head or yeah. you don't know why that that happens. And I For mean, sure, okay, I so agree. You, and you if, think if, it was if, off if, the cough if, comment, here's the thing that bothers me about it. Will Smith, if watch the tape, he's sitting there laughing. It was a silly what? comment. He looked over at his what? wife. And the wife shoots him the look like, how dare you're not going to defend my honor, blah, 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 blah. And he gets up and carries on like a lunatic. Um, look, if he wanted to, if he felt compelled to heckle, maybe yell out, keep my, you know, keep my wife's name out of your mouth or something like that. That dumb Yeah, statement. keep yeah. my wife's name out your effing mouth is what he said. He said it's yeah, white. But, but, to sit but he didn't even and, need to use the effing. We're on TV. Right. And to get up and uh, hit this guy as hard as he did, and let's face it, you know Will Smith is not uh, hitting a guy who's twice his size. He's hitting a guy who's a, a little a skinny guy. I, I, but as soon as know, Jada, I, I as soon as Jada shot him the no pussy for a year look, and we've all seen it as married <laughs> men, he had to go do all something, right. and he and he took the law into his own hands. Come but on, but is she proud of that reaction? I mean, her husband looked stupid. Oh, she loved it. You I'm think sure she that she, sure he she got felt. it when he went home? You know, she couldn't wait to rip his clothes off because he had made such an idiot of himself? No, I'm sorry. It was an assault. I, it was an assault on live oh, TV. Baby. It was an assault. And if he, and he, and he, didn't, he didn't have to hit him. It was ridiculous. He could have just yelled. He could have stood up. He could have done a lot of things. He'd go up. Yeah, heckling fucking, is one thing. Hitting a guy is a completely different yeah, thing. Yeah, it's an assault. I think it was no excuse. to mean, Chris. I think an open hand slap was just kind of like, a, okay, uh, you know, come here on, you go. Ivan. You got your Ivan. joke. Come here on. you go. You're funny. Ivan. You think Will Smith was thinking? Uh, I'm thinking emotionally. Thinking emotionally. Thinking that's of like not that. thinking. He, that's being emotional. He, he looked over and saw his wife's look, and that was. I mean, if my wife, I can't justify. Look, so I every don't... guy now has the right to hit you if you insult no. their wife without intentionally doing so. They don't have the right. He didn't have the right to do it. Absolutely not. He was wrong to do it. What I'm saying is I could understand it. I get that. Dude, I've been that angry. I've been that upset. I know we all have. And you're just then like, you need no. to go somewhere you, and get some no, help. You need, to get, you need to get help. All right, Ivan. Well, listen, he's entitled to his opinion. It doesn't have to be um, that you agree with it or that you make him right. He's got a bad idea. Cornell in Illinois. Go ahead. Hey, Howard, first time, long time, love you all, truly love you all, never, ever, ever felt the need to call. But as an African-American man, I have to say, Chris Rock owes it to his fellow comedians and the black community to press charges. He owes that to us. Will Smith owes it to his community to face the charges and to do the jail time. And both of them owe it to all of us. Forget the academy. They well, Cornell. First of yes, all, sir. he doesn't owe it to black men, and he doesn't know as a man, as a human being, 
Uh, that kind of behavior is just completely outrageous and uncalled for. And it should not have been, they should not have handed him a statue afterwards and let him get up and make a speech. And people shouldn't have been applauding the guy. He just assaulted another human being. Well, let me uh, say something, it. Howard, because if a white man had rushed the stage and hit Chris Rock, everybody oh. would have known what to do. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, but, well, that's true. Howard, may I, may Perhaps. May I, I don't know. May I oh, no, I can tell you everybody would know what to do. Let me as tell you something, though. Man. I'll tell you something now as, as someone who, um, you know, listen, in Florida, Chris Rock could have legally shot Will Smith to death based on the stand your ground law. What Will Smith did was hit this guy, assault him, and within the within his rights, Chris Rock could have taken a gun and shot him right in the fucking head. So don't don't discount what Will Smith did as some sort of joke or some kind of goof. Howard, uh, it's awful. You can't assault people. You've set black men back 40, 50 years all over Stop the world. Stop that nonsense, too. Stop with the race thing. It was two guys, and one no, of the guys no, no, did no, an no. inappropriate I'm, thing. He had a response okay. that was inappropriate, and it would have been inappropriate no matter what color they were. It would have been. However, black men are still in a fight to raise and, and advance their community. So, we, so do things deliberately and with thought and not out of just stupid absolutely. anger and childishness. Absolutely. absolutely. But there is an, a, a black overlay to the issue. Wasn't this the first Academy Award that was headed by, uh, directed by a black staff? Well, yes. that's what King of All Blacks said. Well, I didn't in, uh, that, investigate well, that. Then, then it, it, this is larger than people are thinking. Oh, we'll get around to it. The community. Look, the problem is, as we've, I, I don't want to keep going on with this whole morning because I want to talk about Taylor, but here's the deal, Cornell. Uh, this, this, uh, action that Will Smith took was an assault on another human being. Absolutely. And it happened on, and it happened on live TV. And the more Absolutely. disturbing thing is that all of the jerk offs in that audience, every one of them sat there politely and applauded this guy. And gave him an award afterwards, and nobody said a fucking. They thing. let him return Absolutely. to the festivities. He came back into the audience and sat down. What, what I witnessed on TV out. was abs not one person stood up for Chris Rock. Not one. I would love not to hear one. what Dave Chappelle is going to say about this. No one said anything. All right, thank you, no, Cornell. I All right, I want to talk about a friend of the show right now. We can get back to that later. I know that's what a people want to talk of about. The show. A real friend of the show and a yeah. guy I loved and admired. And um, let me go through this a bit because uh, I was really shocked when I woke up and learned that Taylor uh, Hawkins, who was the drummer, as you know, from Foo Fighters, who has been on this show a million times going back. A was whole recently bunch of years. on the show. Recently. And uh, I woke up in the morning. My wife was waiting for me to wake up. She woke up before me, and uh, she wanted to tell me, but Ross Zapin immediately texted me. He likes to text me right away. He wants to be the first yeah, one. Yeah, I saw he it, liked... and I didn't text you, because I was like, right. he's going to find out. Oh, Ross Zapin was right he's there. He's got a broadcast, the right? <laughs> That's always an interesting thing. I love Ross. Don't get me wrong. I love Rossy, but uh, he likes being the bearer of bad news. Yeah. The first one. <laughs> the first one. <laughs> he likes to be first. You know, there is a thing like people love to go, let me, let me text someone the bad news right away. So I walked in and Beth goes, I, I got to tell you, so I got you now already. Russ Evan told me 
a um, Taylor's dead. Anyway, so um, yes, Taylor Hawkins. What happened was he was in Bogota, Colombia last Friday. At first, there was no cause of death announced. I was like, gee, I wonder what the hell happened. But then it came out that there were 10 different drugs in his system, which was kind of shocking to me because I've, you know, it's funny with uh, with, with Taylor. And there's a, a great interview with him. I didn't do it, but he, he, he someone else was asking him about rock and roll. And he says, you know, not everyone needs to be Keith Richards. You know, uh, yeah, Keith defied the rules. You know, he was uh, this outrageous uh, drug taker and all this stuff. But, you know, in rock and roll, he says it's more like being an athlete. If you're going to tour and stuff, you really need to be in shape. And you really need to take care of yourself. So I, I guess I'm a little bit shocked. But immediately I thought about this guy when, when I first heard the news. My first reaction was like, oh, no. How did my parents outlive Taylor Hawkins? It's ridiculous. That's how I tend to look at everything now. I always look at my parents who are... Now in 98, 94, I go, no, 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 this is crazy. I sort of had the same thing. I was like, who would have guessed Yes, that Taylor would be gone and that person would still be here? And this Taylor Hawkins, I always had a great feeling about. It. I know Robin did for a different, I thought he was a great I loved guy. him. I thought right. he was so cool and so sweet. Isn't it a shame you didn't get to fuck him? before uh, all this happened i don't know if that would have been good for me big you know energy. like it could have killed me right <laughs> that might have been like oh yeah you can go now you've you've done it all but there's something I about taylor cock. that i don't think i've ever expressed on the air about him but here's what i like and he's he was a selfless kind of guy and i base it on this that there was a time when um just taylor and Dave Grohl came into the studio. This was many years ago. And those two were like real bros. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like uh, out of all the Foo Fighters, Dave, whenever he goes somewhere, he goes with Taylor. That's a and bromance. Just, yeah. There's a bromance going on there. And I can't imagine what Dave Grohl's going through. You know, having lost Kurt Cobain, now he loses Taylor. Those two, I think outside of the band, were very just close. Unless I have it wrong. I don't know for sure, but it seemed that way. And... You could tell Dave gets a real kick or gets an energy from hanging out with Taylor. And I think for Dave, it was like, you know, this is a cool guy. He's a drummer. I'm a drummer. And uh, they, there was a kismet there with those guys. But there was a time, and I and I don't know, I don't know the year or whatever it was, but um, I had asked Dave to come in and sing acoustically. I think it was the time he did There Goes My Hero. There Goes My Hero. Um, and um, Taylor was with him. And here Taylor's a drummer and has an ego and everything, but Dave's sitting there playing the guitar on the couch, and Taylor's sitting next to Dave, and I could see there wasn't that look of jealousy on Taylor Hawkins' face. Like, he was being so supportive of Dave, and even though Taylor wasn't in the spotlight, you could just tell he loved Dave doing this thing acoustically, and he sat there patiently and quietly and gave the full spotlight to Dave Grohl. And you could tell he was looking at Dave like a really true fan. He wasn't sitting there going, you know, I've seen that look of envy. And he didn't have it. He was just like, man, my my lead singer, the guy who writes all the songs for the Foo Fighters, is sitting here playing the guitar, and I'm just going to sit back and take it all in because it's pretty great. Now, I, I, you know, 
I always liked that about him. He was a supportive guy. He wasn't the he wasn't a jealous guy. Even in the interviews, you know, he was he was very cool about not having to do something. You yes. know, if Dave was talking. Yeah, I mean, look. It's it's a it's, it's a funny thing in show business, especially where everyone who's a great performer has an ego and everything. And not everyone could sit there next to Dave Grohl and say, you know what? I'm happy for Dave and his talents and the way he writes a song. And I'm just happy to be a part of it. And he's it, listening it takes, to whatever he has to say. He doesn't zone out. You know, yeah. there's sometimes you look over and the other person, if so, two people came in together, is twiddling their thumbs. You know, is <laughs> like not in the moment at all. And Taylor was always right in there. And if there was something to add, he was, you know, he knew what to add because he was in the whole thing. He was, he was happy to be here. Yep. Now I knew that Taylor had some problem early on with um, drugs. Taylor overdosed on heroin in 2001 and he was briefly in a coma. So I just assumed when I saw that interview with him where he was talking about not everyone has to be Keith Richards that he had it under control. So I can't tell you how sad I was when I woke up after this guy has been on the show so many times. I thought um, he looked like a rock star. He had everything. He had the talent. He was an excellent drummer. He had the uh, he had that long blonde hair like a surfer. Even the scruff, you know, he did that perfectly. Well, I'll tell you what, here, I'll start out, I'll play a couple of clips from the, the times that he was on, but first I'm going to go to you, Robin, when you were drooling. The first time we uh, met him, this was back in 1998, Robin was just carrying on. It was almost embarrassing. Here we go. You know Let me saying? tell you, we already had a discussion, Amy and I already had a discussion about him in the uh, coffee room. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, he looks like Ethan Hawke or something, you know what I mean? He looks I like mean, a mix between Beavis the- and Brad Pitt. Yeah. So we he call him Beavis Pitt. He the coffee yeah. room, and Amy and I said, who's the guy with the blonde hair? Yeah. You must get laid <laughs> no, every night, right? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> That's because he Mom, doesn't no. want to. Being the drummer in the Foo Fighters and then, like, you know, being cute and everything. Shirt off. Oh, yeah, right? Does, he, does he drum with the shirt off? I've never yeah. seen him drum with the shirt on. That is the coolest move. <laughs> if I had anything close to a physique, I would do that. Never seen it with a shirt on. Um, so, uh, here's a, an example of how much Dave Grohl and Taylor liked each other right from the start. Their friendship was one of the great partnerships in rock music and... Uh, here you go. The day we met, it was like long lost brothers. Definitely best friends and have a good connection musically. And right, you know, when we're on stage, I probably spend most of the time focused on Taylor. And- right. Dave Grohl was, of course, the drummer in Nirvana. He's considered one of the greatest drummers of all time. So people are always asking Taylor, "Is it intimidating to play drums in Dave Grohl's band?" And this is what he said. The only time I get really like nervous when, or not, just, or antsy is when we're recording new music, because um, you know he's such a great drummer. He could obviously do it himself. So I have to sit in there with the headphones and make Dave happy, which is hard. But it's not hard. He's not a, never a dick about it. Really, honestly, I can honestly say that he's never a dick about it. But um, it's intimidating. There's no question. When I joined the band, I was super intimidated because you know i met axel rose the first time and he said what's it like being the drummer for the greatest drummer of the 90s i'm like oh hard <laughs> did he really <laughs> yeah that's what he said to me i was like whoa axel rose and he said that and i'm like oh my god and dave always believed in taylor as a drummer they met when taylor was playing drums for alanis morissette 
She had a touring band she put together, and uh, that's what Taylor was doing. Dave needed a drummer for the Foo Fighters, and Taylor fit right in. Uh, even in 1999, Dave was sure his partnership with Taylor would last. He offered to pay me if he ever fired Taylor. That's how much he loved I would never throw Taylor out of this band. I will never throw Taylor out of this band. Save that tape. Save the tape. Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. I'll bet you $10,000. Did you record? If I ever throw Taylor out of the band. You give me $10,000? $10,000. All right, do me a favor, though. Tell me the truth. Do you ever. Okay, 20 grand. Thank you. 25. Do you ever record over what Taylor did? No. Um, the friendship, the loyalty went both ways. Uh, this is what Taylor said in Argentina last week at the band's last show before he died. This is uh, Taylor talking. I would uh, never throw Taylor out of this band. That. Oh, wrong one. I fucking love Dave Grohl, man. I'd be delivering pizzas if I wasn't for fucking Dave Grohl. I'd be managing the drum department at a guitar center if it wasn't for Dave Grohl. No. Anyway, uh, Taylor was a was a great drummer. I'll play a little. I'll give you an example of his drumming. In 2021, the band played "All My Life" on this show. At the end of the song, Taylor went crazy on the drums, and I thought it was great. It's sad. I, I sit there and I go, oh, God, all that talent, all that work he put in to get that good. And now the guy's gone. And and you just don't you don't get that good without dedication. In fact, Taylor once told me how he obsessed about music and how obsessed he needed to be in order to get to that level of being a great musician. When all of you guys were kids, did you just sit in your rooms and play over and over and over again? It, it, was it really just an obsession? Did it take thousands and thousands of hours of practice? You know, it wasn't just the playing. It was the looking at the records and looking inside the records and looking at the drum sets and looking at the stages. And it was kind of all encompassing for me. I mean, I just, yeah. once rock and roll was it, there was nothing else. Nothing else. Well, and girls. And <laughs> girls, of course. Don't forget. So, uh. Let's remember Taylor this way. Here's a great example of him doing a drum solo on tour. And it really is uh, him showing off a little. could think about howard was he was playing the night before 
with a heart that was twice the size of what it should be. You talk to me about that for a second as, a medical, as my medical expert, Robin. Uh, I'm you... no medical expert, but I do know an enlarged heart is not a good thing. So and a normal you... size heart is about 300 to 350 grams, and his was 600. Now, in other words, is that a, a situation you're born with where you have an enlarged heart, or was that something no, caused that is by... a condition that can develop. I mean, you can, I suppose you can be born with it, but it's a condition that can develop as a result of, you know, abuse to your body uh, and your heart becoming, you know, just having to work so hard and it just keeps growing and growing and growing. Just it's a muscle and, right. you know, it can be blown out of proportion and then it becomes less efficient. It gets to a point where it's less efficient. It can't keep up with the demand of the body. Mm. And yet he's still, you know, playing his heart out, really playing his heart out. Every night on stage. With the Foo Fighters, they would go on stage and uh, Taylor got to... Uh, Dave Grohl would go on the drums and Taylor would sing a Queen song. Mm-hmm. I got a tape here from uh, Argentina on March 20th. This is their last show. And this is uh, Taylor doing a little bit of Somebody to Love. You know the Queen song? Yeah. Yeah. You find me! Can you find me? stop thinking about it just a sweetheart yeah the daily mail reported that forensic experts found taylor's heart weighed at least 600 grams double the average of 300 to 350 grams that's crazy yeah i don't i don't understand that but yikes anyway sad right just horrible. I couldn't, mm-hmm. you know, it, I couldn't even wrap my head around it. Me neither. And, uh, I don't know. I had a bunch of Foo Fighters music here and stuff, but I'm not going to belabor it. And I really wasn't aware that he had a drug problem previously. You know, like, I just thought he was a recreational drug taker. I knew he wasn't an angel, but I right. didn't realize that he had overdosed once and you know i was reading about what he said after that and it sounded like it gave him some perspective and he cleaned up his act but i don't know you got a wife and two kids too he's leaving behind i think two Uh, beth told me two boy and two girls oh because i said three and beth told me two i don't know how she knew that no i i pretty much read a lot yesterday Mm. Maybe he only liked two of the kids. Maybe that's what she <laughs> only talked about two. Oh, right, <laughs> only talked about two of them. The third, not so much. Uh, yeah, Neil, go ahead in Pennsylvania. Neil, everyone loves Neil. Howard, how are you, buddy? Um, I'm fine. First time long. Uh, I wish I called you over a different topic, but 
when he was on the show a few weeks ago, um, you were talking to him about the side project he had, and, and um, I had the opportunity to see him play in Philly for like 200 people in his band Chevy Metal. And when he was on the stage as a front man, you knew he was just loved, loved the spotlight. And he had this big floppy pink sun hat on and spandex and a total Dave, David Lee Roth vibe and a uh, smile the whole time. And you would have loved him because he did Ain't Talking About Love, Moon Age Daydream, Jane's Addiction. Um, but I don't know how the foos are going to go on without him. I think it's going to be a John Bonham situation where Dave, just uh, packed it up and, and maybe does something else, but I can't see Dave performing without Taylor as, as the Foo Fighters. Really? I'm not sure what. I don't know about that. You I know? mean, I always thought. I, I don't know why. I mean, I kind of understood why Led Zeppelin might maybe broke up when John Bonham died, but I don't think that uh, Dave loves the Foo Fighters. He's written most of the songs. I don't know. It's probably too early to discuss all that, but I. Can't imagine the Foo Fighters will stop touring and stop being a band, but I think it's going to be really hard on Dave. Dave, Dave uh, loved that guy, and it just sucks. And now Dave's lost Kurt Cobain, and if you read uh, Dave's book, he lost his childhood friend Jimmy Swanson, who died in his sleep. And Dave wrote a lot about him in his book. And now Taylor Hawkins. I mean, it can't be easy on him. It's just a, it's a nightmare of a situation. But uh, what can I say? I don't know whether he'll continue the band or not. I imagine he would but i don't know didn't spend much time thinking about it what do i know no never thought you'd have to it's always weird to me too when you you never know what's going on inside somebody's body like you said his heart was twice the size but you look at taylor and he's in great shape no fat on his body he's like you're like son of a bitch wish i could be in that kind of shape would you take an enlarged heart to get no never that's the whole thing no, I probably have one. I just don't know it. Well, that, you know, I'm thinking to myself, he probably never, I don't know what he's, what his medical uh, history was, but, you know, lots of times you don't start having those kind of uh, exams until you're older. And so you don't know how long he's been running around and living with that. Scott in Canada, what's up? Hey, Howard, how are you? Just wanted to uh, talk to you a little bit about Taylor Dave. So, obviously, devastated by the news of, of Taylor. And like you, I've been thinking about it all weekend. And I'm just a fan. I don't, you know, never met the guy, never met Dave. Um, but I know you got somewhat of a relationship with, with him. And I'm just curious if you had reached out to Dave or sent a note. Or I mean, I know it's pretty early on for that kind of thing, but I'm just curious where your head is at with that. Well, well, it's an interesting question. I, you know, I'm bad with that kind of stuff. I said to my wife, I want to reach out to Dave and tell him how sorry I am, but I don't want to be like one of those nudges that, uh, you know, I don't know. When I, whenever I have shit going on in my life, really bad shit, I want people to leave me alone about it. That's who I am. So I don't know. I tend to think everybody's like me, but it turns out I'm wrong. I'm just a freak. Nobody's like me, but of course. Uh, I waited a day. I did get in touch with Dave. and uh, Yeah, I, I'm sure uh, he would expect that from you. I think he thinks of you as a close friend. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't hang out with Dave, but I feel a kinship with him. He's been on the show so many times, and we sp- we've spoken on the phone many times privately. And I did reach out, and uh, Dave did uh, get back to me. 
I told him no need to get back to me, but he did. And um, he, he, I'm not going to talk about what he wrote me. But no, that's a private thing. It's a private thing, but I've learned enough to keep that private. But yes, I did reach out to him and I let him know how sad I was for him and for, uh, you know, Taylor's family and all that. Yeah, I, 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 that was my thing is, I'm sorry, sir. I just thought about his family and, you know, oh, my God, how is that going and who's taking care of them and how is this going to work out? Yep, I did, Scott. So that's that. Once in a while, I could be a human being. Well, you know, I'm, recently, uh, I think you realized you are a human being yeah. and you're acting like one now. Yeah, not a total animal. Well, you know, <laughs> like I will reach out. But but honestly, in the old days, I wouldn't reach out to people thinking, oh, they really appreciate the fact that I didn't bother them. That's really my thought process. Right. And, I understand that. You know, but, you yeah. know, there are relationships and there are relationships. I mean, some people you shouldn't be. You know, I I dislike the people who reach out to everyone like they've got to be in the group just because yeah. they want to be part of it. Right. And not the people, I mean, but people who have real relationships and a real affinity for each other. Yes, it's okay to reach out. I see our buddy Roosters on the phone. How is Rooster? Well, it says three tips to stay alive in prison. He was in prison. You were in prison, huh, Rooster? Yes. Well, I worked in a prison. Oh, that's that's right. I I worked in uh, Angola in Louisiana. Yeah. And it's as crazy as things are getting, I think it's best I give some pointers out there because with the slapping of uh, Will Smith and and the way the world's going, you know, some people are going to end up in prison and they need to know what these tips are. So, what do you think, Rooster, of what Will Smith did? I think it was outrageous. I, I mean, think I he was a bitch. He didn't handle yeah. that like a man at all. He didn't. I mean, you go into places like that with the way their relationship has been up and down. Uh... I, I mean, you know, I guess everybody can sleep with her, but nobody can make jokes about her. It was I, something I, I, that someone read me from Will Smith's book, which is, can you guys put that up again on the screen? I want to, uh, I want to, I want to read that. And it's kind of an interesting insight into this whole mess. Jeez, I'd love to talk to Chris Rock about what he's thinking. I wish he'd call in. Chris Collin. Oh, oh, man. He handled it like a real gentleman, you know? Here, this is from Will Smith's book called Will. Great title, by the way. He wrote that it wasn't only his father's violence that traumatized him, but his own inaction in the face of it. Will watched his father punch his mother when he was nine years old. Mm. Product of leadership. You know, the, the will grew up seeing that. And, and and if you think back, a lot of those, um, a lot of those uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air movies, uh, Will lived his life out in those. You know, the abandonment of the father. A lot of the scenes was abandonment of the father. Uh, listen to this. Listen to this. This is from the same book. Within uh, everything you know, I mean, that I've, listen to this. Within, this is Will Smith's words. Within everything that I have done since then, since he was nine, the awards, the accolades, the spotlights, the attention, the characters, the laughs, there's been a subtle string of apologies to my mother for my inaction that day, for failing her in the moment, 
for failing to stand up to my father or being a coward. The very thing he detested was his father's violence. And, and then he goes and displays it. Yeah, he's got he's to get but that. But in his warped way, he was thinking he was protecting Jada. He was I now standing he was, yeah, up well, in, his own in the midst of something I, bad happening to his wife. That may be how he saw I, last night. I think he was... I think he was protecting his own ego. He had to sit across from her in that interview while she explained her infidelity to their marriage, and that took a that took a hard hit to it. So I think that was all about Will. I don't think it was about her at all. Well, he I think I think Will was relating to Jada as a woman as he related to his mother, and now he's protecting her. Because he kept talking about protection, but she wasn't attacked. She she wasn't attacked. That's exactly right. It was just outrageous. And I don't know where the, I don't understand whoever was producing these award shows. They didn't tussle this guy right out the door. Get the fuck out. Fuck your Academy Award and fuck who you are. He just assaulted Chris Rock. Get the fuck out the door, dude. Well, that's just it. The world's becoming into protect the victim. Everybody's a victim. You know, Chris Rock was the victim. How do you stay? Uh, yeah, I mean, nobody said a word. Just unbelievable to me. I think he handled it like a real professional. He came back with what was left of a joke. And then when he realized the room was so in shock, there was no way to shift it back to a comedic standpoint. He just like, fuck it. You know, everybody will see what he just did. And to ask, it, is it real or not? I noticed on uh, YouTube, I was scanning it. Everybody's going, was the hit real or was it staged? You can tell by the numbness of everything that it was real. Oh yeah, no, there was no, that was no, uh, there was no fake. Uh, no, you know, come on, yeah, no, Chris Rock was rocked. He was, he was like woozy. Uh, and, and Rooster, tell me, getting... give me your three tips. Let's. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I've talked about it enough. But what are the three tips to stay alive in prison? I, w- I would All like right. to know that because I can't imagine a guy like me. If I had to go to prison, I'd be cooked. I mean, I, you know. Is there a way for a man to survive in prison without all the stuff, the Shawshank Redemption stuff? Right. A a couple of shows back, Howard, you said that some things are are manly and only for guys. Put yourself in this situation and and look at how oxymoron these simple three things are. Number one, one of the most main things is you stay with your own race. Now... With that simply being said, you think, okay, if I'm white, I stay with white. If I'm black, I stay with black. If I'm Mexican, I stay with Mexican. But that's not true. In prison, there's only two colors, black or white. If you're Mexican, if you're anything else, you're you're not considered white. The only way you can be considered white is if you're 100% white. If you're anything else, you're put on a blacklist. So that means you stay within your race. Uh, the number two thing. So let me ask you this, Rooster. Let's say you got a white mother and a black father. Then you're considered black. Okay. Even Go though ahead. you're white, if you yeah, have he a said one hundred percent white. Do these people know yeah. they're not one hundred percent white necessarily? Well, they learn quick. With, when you go to ARDC, they give you a blood test. They do that and they track your uh, DNA so yeah. that you don't fall into the wrong category. Because a lot of people might not know there. A lot of people might not know they have black. Kids. So that's in what prison, I'm saying. that's something that you really need to know. You don't need to be hooked up with. Uh, you don't need to be hooked up with the uh, with the skinheads as a white guy. 
and then somewhere down the line you get into a fight or something and then they go into a blood test and then they look up and medical records find out that you're not 100 percent black your own people are killed but what about a guy like eminem who is uh so good at rapping maybe he could hang out with the black guys if he is 100 percent white he's got to roll with the white dudes all right what will happen and if he tries to roll with the black guys? Big trouble. Now, I'm not. I, it's not to say that he can't act black with the white guys, <laughs> because a lot of people do. They just they're not going to stop him <laughs> from acting. His I don't want to go to prison. It sounds too uh, confusing. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a lot of rules. But but now, now what happens? Let's say I go to prison. And even the white guys kind of don't want me. I'm in with like the nerdy white guys, like like the, the the strong white guys who are you know able to beat everyone up. They're like, hey, fuck this guy. What's he bringing to the table? What if my if own that, white people if, start picking on me? That happens. If that happens, you go to the open market. You oh, will open bid, market. You will be bidded on. Yes, you will be bidded on, and <laughs> whatever group <laughs> takes you. Uh, pretty much has had to pay for you. And well, let me understand something. Everybody's bitch. So let's say I am in prison, and you know, obviously, no group is looking for me. <laughs> They're like, why would we? Why we want to hang around with this guy? Um, so then, there's an auction held, yep. and I'm sold to either the black guys or the white guys, and then I'm a bitch. Then I gotta, I gotta yep. put out sexually. Well, not necessarily sexually. They may want you simply to hold contraband. They may simply want you to, uh, if you if you do have a soft side, there may be a particular free man that they want you to uh, go distract while they do something wrong. What if, what, what, Roost, let me ask you this, since you know the prison system. What if nobody bids on me? I remember uh, there was a discussion <laughs> among some guys that got out of jail. They said, I don't think anybody would even bid on you, Stern. I mean, uh, nobody wants you. Uh, and where does this bidding and where does the bidding take place? Yeah, where is there an auctioneer? Where all this is going on? Hey, what do I hear? What do I hear? We got 500, 500 voters. Yeah. Hey, extra cigarettes right here for you. Everything, everything, everything you do in a day's time has a, a chain of command to it. If you go to the yard, they got what they call a yard boss. They got a guy that's been in the prison longer than everybody else that kind of runs the yard. And he, primarily communicates with each little group's leader to schedule what goes on in that yard. And he's the one guy that can cross-color, cross-dominate. He's the guy that can go to this group and talk to them without his own group hurting him or anything like that because he runs the yard. Can you imagine if I was up for auction and it'd be like five cents for the tall geek? Do I hear five cents for that tall geek at the auction? And everyone's like, "Fuck you!" And they, Can they I might get not five, want you. five cents, five well, cents, I mean, damn it! But believe it or not, they might not want you for sexual favors. But if you, if you, I got doubt that they'd swagger, want me. If you, if you've got that swagger that you can make with security. You may be more valuable to them with that asset than for sexual favors. Because if Let me ask you something. Some guys get auctioned off. Now, now, the thing that always kind of freaked me out about prison movies and the reality of prison, where are all the guards during this? In other words, how are these guys able to, you know, beat each other organize up? Organize and, and have an organize. auction. 
Yeah, I mean, where where <laughs> where are the happening? guards? Yeah, like well, are they just different kinds? You got two different kinds of security officers. You yeah. got the one who's there just to make a check. As long as he lives through the day, he'll come back tomorrow. And then you right. got that guy who really puts his nose in what's going on around him. Uh, hmm. you, and one is pretty much a dorm sergeant, and the other one is what they call a field sergeant. I was in the field. You know, if I even thought some shit was going down, I'd go over there and get involved in it. So if you and, see me, if you see me being auctioned off, wouldn't you say, hey, fuck this, man. You guys can't auction off another human being. We're not allowing well, that in prison. It, it, it's subtle. It, it, it's subtle. It's not like it's uh, it, it's so subtle that it goes down right up under your nose. It's, really? it's not something that they advertise. And it's, it's something that the guy don't even know who bought him until they approach him and go, this is what you're going to start doing for now on. It's, it's, it's so subtle that they're not going to do it around the officer that's going to be aggressive and get in, involved in it. It's going to be something. on that one particular day when uh, that officer's got his thumb in his ass or he's, he's so weak and scared that he's not going to get involved. Is when you've seen you you've seen what I look like, and you know, let's face it, I ain't no great fighter. Am I getting raped my first day? Fifteen, twenty years ago, maybe. Yeah, hmm. not nowadays. Uh, oh, no. prisoners change. Yeah, it, it ain't. Like Nobody wants me. Back, <laughs> back in the day, if you say if you're in a courtroom and they say, "Okay, you got seventy-five years hard label Angola." Well, you could think, okay, the first week I'm gonna get dicked down. I mean, that's just how it's gonna be. It ain't even like that anymore. So many homosexuals are coming in there already like that that you just about ain't gotta rape nobody no more. It's it's it's, wow. it's everywhere. Wow. Oh, oh no, it's I don't not know if that's progress. I I you know I don't know. I like it. Prison is uh, uh, for me. I like it. it I mean, um, it's more political now than it is fighting. If you go there and you got a mindset, hey, y'all, I can make your life a lot easier. Just don't fuck with me. All right, what do you bring to the table? Hey, man, I know how security works. I could do this or I know how to do that. <laughs> you know, or if you'd be like, Dude, man, hey, I, I, Rooster, I, I, Rooster. Yeah. You sound terrible. How much does your heart weigh? Uh, well, I was just saying, uh, I do suffer with an enlarged heart. And, oh, you do? Uh, yeah, listening to y'all talk. Listening to y'all talk, I'm, I was sitting over here going, damn, I'm glad I got an awesome heart doctor, man. Uh, man, I just, I'm glad I got a good heart doctor. Yeah. I didn't but, know you had an uh, enlarged heart. But, uh, hey, so, so in other words, you don't think, like, if I went to prison, you don't think the other prisoners would put lipstick on me and, you know, yeah. put a so wig many, on me? So many people come there that, that, that live that lifestyle already that uh, uh, you don't have to. They don't even need now, you, Howard. Now the How great is that? You know. The ones who do have a, a a hard night are child molesters and rapists. Right, right. still they, that stands. They get it. They get it bad. You know, I was thinking if I ever had to go to prison, what I would do is after I shit, I wouldn't even wipe my ass. I would just keep it all in there. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. I would probably turn yeah. the guys off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, they yeah. get thought, soap and water, Howard. <laughs> when you said three tips to stay alive in prison. I thought you were going to say stuff like that. that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, join. <laughs> he's like, white people go to the white people and black people go to the black people. That's it. Now, now, I, now, the second one, the second one, you could tell a lot about a person. The second one is you always watch their hands and feet. Hands and feet? Now, their hands and feet. Their hands, what you can determine if they're right-handed or left-handed. 
then that would determine if they were going to hit you, which hand they're going to hit you with first. Mm. Their feet, their feet would tell you if they've ever been in the military or not. Because in the military, it's always left, right, left, right, left, right. So you're programmed to lead with your left foot. That's, that's something the common person don't do. They take off with their right foot first. But if mm. you're ever in a confrontation and you see somebody take off with their left foot first, they've either been in some kind of boot camp, they've been in some kind of military training, they they may be harder to take down in a fight. But <clears> Rooster, no offense. Rooster, Rooster. Yes, sir. You were supposed to give three tips to stay alive in prison. This ain't doing me good if I watch right, left, right, left, or left, right, left, right. I mean, well, uh, hey, I get I'm my ass right-handed. Yeah, I, I'm going back to my tip. Don't sh- don't wipe your ass when you shit. No one's going to come near you. That's a tip. There's a tip right there. That's something everybody yeah. can do. You know, I'm, either way, now I'm fucked if they can either use any of their hands or feet. <laughs> I've seen guys. No, I know guys beat me up with. Lead off with. No, I've seen guys beat me up with their toe. <laughs> this one right here, this one right here is going to mind fuck you, Howard, because Go you're going to ask yourself so much to think about. You're worrying about fighting. Being locked up in prison is a mental thing. The third one, if you find yourself in the cell block, it's you and another guy in a cell together. Okay. You cannot use the shitter to shitting it on certain days of the week. Okay. Now, the toilet is designed to pee and, and, and take a dump in, but you can only use those certain days of the week because the toilet is used for a telephone, is used to make tea, coffee, is used to wash clothes, and it's also used as a face sink. The fuck? Is a what? What's the last one? Uh, all right. <clears throat> a face sink. A facing. Yeah, see, the whole toilet is stainless, so it's actually very clean. So, so what do you do if you have to take a shit and it's facing? It's day? the wrong day. You yes. better hold it or shit on yourself. Wow. I, I mean, shit I've on literally myself. seen dudes get beat with locks and socks for for using it in the wrong day of the week. Yeah, yeah I, I remember and, I was in prison. I got I got shit in my coffee. It was coffee day, and someone took a shit in there. Tea. I was making tea. I was having a nice day, and uh, I was doing a Japanese tea ceremony, and I had shit in my tea. <laughs> I, I have literally been working a cell block one night, and uh, hear all kind of hell break loose and run down, and dude got beat the hell up simply because he shitted in the toilet and woke his celly up because he uh, stunk the cell up. Excuse me, uh, somebody, my, my tea party is ruined. Where is the officer in charge here? Uh, somebody, somebody shit today in my toilet. Uh, I was having friends over for tea. I was having my fellow white man come over for tea and maybe he was even going to invite a few black guys over. One of my white buddies was coming. Yeah. You know what's gotten, you know what's gotten more inmates hurt than, uh, just simply being in prison is security not knowing how things go and interfere. Security yeah, I remember when uh, Fred was in prison, he was washing his hair in the toilet on hair washing toilet day, and <laughs> yeah. his uh, his cellmate uh, had shit in there, and Fred had shit in his hair. It was horrible. Oh, man, that would be a shitty outlook. Yeah, it sure would. All right, Rooster, <laughs> I, I don't know. Here, here's some here's some guy who wants to ask you a question about All prison. Right. All right, Allegra, you're on the air in Texas. What do you want to know? Hey, Howard. Allegra, it's a woman. 
Booster. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I have a question. Did the prison take out weight because these guys were getting so big? And what about that, Rooster? Why do they allow the guys all those weights? These guys are getting huge. Security started getting their ass whooped on the regular. So they did monetize the weights in uh, minimum security, but not Angola. Uh, Angola, they figured they were, you know, they were lifers. They didn't have nothing else to do. They at least had to defend themselves among themselves. But she's absolutely correct. In Louisiana, they did not take the weights out, but they put a count on how much weight could be left on the yard. Hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, why not, uh, if the guys are... The guys are bored. Why not have them read a book? <laughs> Mine are weights. These guys come out. They're, they're built like um, like that uh, the, the 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 Aquaman guy. Yeah, Jason Momoa. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now, could <laughs> right. you imagine seeing? Could you imagine seeing a couch potato secure that guy? No. You know, uh, yeah. And so so security said, "No, nah, we got to do something, man. They're they're whooping our ass," you know. So they, they, they right. minimize the amount of weights on the yard. She's correct. They did do that. Thanks, Rooster. That's Rooster with his three tips Take to stay in line. Rooster. Take it easy, Rooster. I'm a big fan of Rooster. Yeah, he has tips for if you get locked up. Yeah. Chrissy, you're on the air in Pennsylvania. Dry Lisa is on the air. Dry Lisa, New oh. York. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Uh, um, I'm just curious. I'm listening to Rooster, and I understand he's a, he was a correction officer. How long ago was he a correction officer, and which facility did he work in? Did he work with the Fed? Or because what he's talking about literally does not make sense. I know people in jail for more than 30 effing years, okay? Yeah. Uh, the, the race, the color against color, uh, Mexicans. Oh, my goodness. I know I know somebody who's American helped the African-Americans with their legalities, okay? And they get them, they help them get out of jail. This is going back 20 years ago. When Rooster's talking about, yeah, 20 years ago was a lot of raping, this, that, the other thing. Uh-uh. No. I don't know, Dry Lisa. I don't well, know. Dry Lisa, one thing I would say is you saw, you said there was an American who helped some African-Americans. Uh, no. Uh, uh, all uh, of them are white. Americans. No, no, a uh, white, what I meant one is it's my COVID and my anxiety. So it's hard to get out the words. What I'm saying is he was saying it's white against the black. Yeah, I yeah. See. you're saying that that sounds outdated to you. All right, try Lisa. Thank you. I'm going to drop this topic. Twenty years ago, 20 years uh, ago 20 I know white people who take black people and they get them out of jail. So I'm try Lisa. Never mind that. How's your vagina? Is it dry still? <laughs> <laughs> I'm dealing with COVID and I'm 80 pounds. I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah, Look by the 80 way, pounds. You must be hot. <laughs> what do you got? You got long term COVID. I got long term COVID and. It's two years, and oh it sucks. It really. What's sucks. going on? What do you got? What do you got? Like brain fog? Uh, 
brain fog. You know how mom, your mom, mom and dad. Yeah. Um, I kind of, I don't know. I have this thing when I've been listening to you. It's hard because when I call you guys, I call and I call. It's my brain fog. So I'm, I'm kind of like, well, I guess you could say stupid. Okay, because that's no, the way it's a I real thing. It. I know because no, um, I, I saw my mother. I saw my mother shift uh, once uh, she got COVID. And uh, oh, on our phone is Wet Lisa, who <laughs> says, uh, "Yeah, yes, Wet Lisa." Hi, uh, like, like what state and like what place is Dry Lisa from? Because like, I don't know. Uh, she sounded kind of fake to me, you know? Wet Lisa, you say Dry Lisa is a fake. Yeah, like, wh- like where would she even be from? Because, like, I don't even, to me, okay, and maybe it's the brain fog, to me, she You have brain little, fog as well? You well, have brain fog I, too? Yeah. And you yeah. say African-Americans and, and regular Americans, too, from your brain fog? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm a little confused. <laughs> I'm a little confused. <laughs> well, what, Lisa, why don't you ask dry Lisa yourself? What are you telling me? Go ahead. Take it up with her. Yeah, shoot. Shoot. Yeah. Shoot. 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 I mean, like, like where, like, where are you even, I don't know... Where you I don't know. From? You don't even know what you're talking about. You I don't got, even know what you're with, I've been dealing with COVID for two years, long COVID for two years. After I caught it in March until May, the middle of May is when I was able to go get tested. I was still positive. So what about you, you, Lisa? What are you saying to her? Yeah. I, excuse me. You don't even know what you are talking about, because I had mono in 2014, and I am oh, still... you had mono! Oh, oh, oh I, I had am mono, too! Still. I had mono, sir, 40 years ago, okay? I got yes. meningitis when I was eight, and I have oh. had problems. You don't even know what you're talking about. I know what I'm talking about. You're dealing with long-term conditions, right? It's a post-viral illness. Of course, I know what I'm dealing with, and I know what you're dealing with. You, I don't even think you are real, okay? I'm not even convinced. Oh, you're not even convinced on me. And, um, are no, you you? I think you could be me. You ever think about that? Oh, maybe mm. you, what the problem is, maybe you want to be me. Why would you want to, why would I want to be you? Why I don't even know. I want to be you. I don't even know me. who you are, wackadoodle. Ooh, I don't know you who are. you are. You are crazy, daisy, quite contrary. I'm that shit crazy bitch. That's who I am. I'm an shit nut job <laughs> bitch, okay? Yeah. Well, I'm that shit yeah. crazy bitch, okay? So I don't know well, what, what, what you got to question me, but take care. Ooh. I wish you well with your path. You need to take I care hope, of it. I hope you feel better 
because you made me feel worse. Oh, I'm glad you feel better. And I I'm wish glad you the you best feel. of health. The best of health. I well, <laughs> ladies, uh, uh, dry Lisa, wet Lisa. <laughs> On our phone right now is Dryer Lisa. She calls oh herself Dryer Lisa. Yes, Dryer Lisa. What can we do for you? Listen, wet Lisa, you don't know what you're talking about, okay? Dry Lisa, I understand you, okay? I have even longer COVID. I got the Ooh. long COVID. I got the long-term vaginosis, okay? Like, I'm making loads of bread in there. I understand what you're talking about. And I'm like, do you What do you think, think of that? Uh, right, Lisa? Dry Lisa, uh, drier Lisa Which says. Lisa? Uh, uh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> too many Lisas. <laughs> so many Lisas. Uh, you right, me, well. I got. I'm not agreeing with wet Lisa. Let me track. Let me track who everyone is because I am getting confused. All right. Let me say something. Let me let me clear this up. Uh, On our phone are three Lisas. Dry Lisa, you called me first. Is that correct? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Dry Lisa, you've been calling in for a while now, and you were the woman who called me and said your vagina was dry. Am I correct? And Ronnie worked with you and got your vagina wet. Am I correct? Uh, it's something like that, yeah. Okay. Now, I, I, your voices are also similar. It's hard to now. Now, wet Lisa, what are you yeah. saying to? Yeah. What are you saying to dry Lisa? I'm saying that when I was three, I had polio. Okay, and that right. really kind of messed me up. And I don't believe that dry Lisa is a real Lisa. I mean, who's and Lisa, what do you say? Dry Lisa, Lisa, what do you say to that? Are you real? Okay, who is that? That's Wet Lisa. Um, that just no, no, no. Now let me yeah, introduce that wet, wet Lisa. Lisa. That was yeah. that was Wet Lisa. I Here's, this was wait, wet just, Lisa. Just, 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 just Lisa. <laughs> My turn, <laughs> Lisa. All right, let's find out what this drier Lisa wants to say. What do you? What is your point of view? saying there's too many Lisas and one should leave. That's what I'm saying now, okay? Right. There's too many Lisas. All right. So so I'll let leave. me get rid of wet Lisa. I'm going to no! say goodbye to her. No. <laughs> I would be... All right. I'll say goodbye no, to her. Dry Lisa. Tell me Lisa she could come and stay with me and she'll know who I am. She could come take care of my 80-pound ass. All right. Well, all right. Uh, Who's that? That's Dryer Lisa. Oh, okay. Dryer Lisa. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) You know, this really really isn't a joke. This really isn't a joke. When you you talk about long COVID, okay? I'm not laughing about long COVID. I'm laughing because he's going to hang up on wet Lisa. <laughs> yeah, I did hang up on wet Lisa. Now it's just dry Lisa and drier Lisa. Dryer Lisa. Oh, right. what I'm trying to get to is the point is where look at uh, look at your when when I hear of of people who are catching it and they've been vaccinated, right? 
Everybody right. is taking this like COVID is over. COVID mm-hmm. is not over. Of course. Uh-huh. Drier, Lisa. Uh, dry, dry, Lisa, I agree with you. COVID is not yeah. over. Dryer, Lisa, what do you say about COVID? Is it over or not? I'm saying it's not over till it's over. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. It's over when they say it's over, and right now it's not over. You know? Not a joke. I got long COVID, and that's not over. I don't know who's laughing. You laughing? That's what right. I'm saying. On our phone now is Sopping Wet Lisa. <laughs> Who wants to defend dry Lisa? Yes, sopping wet Lisa. Hi. Well, I want to defend a wet Lisa, okay? Because wet Lisa's got some good points. So tell dry Lisa and tell dry Lisa to take your dry twat. All right. Thank you. All right. Uh, well, enough of that. All right. Well, the, that wasn't funny at all. No, that's not funny. No. Now, who's oh, talking? Wait, dry Lisa or drier Lisa? It's drier Lisa. Oh, drier Lisa. Dry Lisa, yeah. I'm having trouble distinguishing the two. You dry Lisa. They sound so much alike. Dry Lisa. <laughs> dry Lisa. Can you say the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plain? Yeah, do you want me to say it? Dry yeah. Lisa? Me? Me? Yeah, say it. Okay. Dry Lisa or dry Lisa? Dry Lisa. Dry Lisa, not dry Lisa. Dry Lisa. Dry Lisa. Dry Lisa. (laughs) Yeah, dry Lisa. Okay. The rain in Spain. Wait, can you say it again? I'm confused. The rain in Spain falls mainly on the plain. Okay, dry Lisa, right? Or dry Lisa. No, no. Dry Lisa. The rain in Spain. This is dry Lisa. Yeah, dry Lisa. The rain in Spain. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Oh my God, these guys are fucking with me. Oh my God. I no, can't deal I, with it. I got you with that. No, no, no. Now, Lisa, someone is Lisa, on our phone right us. now. Ladies, hey, on our phone you? right now is what? Dry Eraser. Ooh, <laughs> 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 All right, no, let's, you know what it is? Okay, it is, what? it's hard to understand who's who, if you what? know what I mean. What? All right, please. Stop it. I want Stop to it. speak. I want to speak one at a time for just so I can distinguish okay. between your voices. Okay. Dry Lisa, okay. would you ca- dry Lisa? Would you dry count to Lisa. five? Dry Lisa. Uh, okay. Count to Hi. five. Hi, Howard. Hi, Howard. It's Lisa. Hi. It's right. Lisa who you called me dry Lisa. A yes. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, good. Uno, now dos, I... tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, diez. Okay. All right. All right. Now, dryer Lisa, now, dryer Lisa, can you count right. to five? So, yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis. I don't understand. Dryer Lisa. Or dry right. Lisa. All right. All right. All right. Now, <laughs> I ladies, part if that was two different Lisa, people. He's and, with well, us. it's very, all right. Dry Lisa and dryer Lisa. What? Dryer Lisa, what what do you want to say to Dry Lisa? Dry Lisa? Yes. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Dry Lisa, what do you want to say? Go ahead. Lisa, you there? (laughs) Yeah, um, what what do you want me to say to who? Yeah, what do you want her 
What? I just don't know why we're on the phone anymore. Uh, I lost track of the conversation. Oh, I know. I know. Too many, too many oh Lisa's got involved. Too many Lisa's. I agree. It's crazy. <laughs> what, I, what I wanted to talk to you about what? was how it is. Wait. How you see how you see how your parents are going through? Uh, uh, oh my God! They their their health. Yes. After they get COVID, your parents are going, going through, through that thing. Yeah. Oh my God! She's not going to stop talking. Okay. No, no, all no, right, Lisa. I got. The I same hope your family. family. No, no, no. All listen, I, all I, I wish is that anybody, anybody who's dealing with horrible. horrible. But you can't get help in the world. No. Nobody. No. Even the the MDs, whatever. <laughs> uh -uh. They don't know. They they right. talk okay. like they know. All and right. They don't know. I just all right. what? All I right. Thank you, ladies. Nobody would take this as a joke. No. I agree. Yeah. It's not funny. I think it's awful. I wish they would listen. It's right. Thank what? you, Dryer, Lisa. Thank I you. wish she wasn't so confused. You know, Lisa yeah, is right. like embarrassing. <laughs> I'm in the Lisa verse. <laughs> wow. By the way, on our phone is hysterectomy, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> yes, hysterectomy, Lisa. You know, I just want to say that both of these two ladies are just lucky to have vaginas because right. I got nothing down there. You had a hysterectomy? Yeah, I had a hysterectomy. All right, All right. thank you. The hysterectomy yes, does not remove the vagina. That was a, you know. Right. Don't take the two real, Robin. Uh, let's go to Edie. Edie, you're on in the uh, on the air. Good morning, Howard and Robin. I just wanted to say, Howard, what the fuck with these Lisa? My head was spinning. <laughs> yeah, my head was spinning from all the Lisas. It was so many. Yeah. I, I believe what we just heard was dry Lisa, wet Lisa, and drier Lisa. Yeah. Yes, and I was confused when the third Lisa got brought in. And right. but anyway, it was hard. It was very hard. Very hard. And, and I got news for you, Edie. You sound a little dry yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually walking Something. in the cold to work. Right. So I'm you trying to like, push it to get there. You sound like dry Edie, quite frankly. All right. There you go, Robin. A lot of confusion. Amazing. Just trying to have a conversation. It was amazing. Um, a couple other things. We talked about the Chris Rock situation. We talked about the late Taylor Hawkins and uh, how upsetting that is to everybody. And uh, I do want to read some of the fan mail from last week. I would like to make sure the people who write us get a voice. Uh, Howard, on Wednesday's show... Oh, yes. Okay, I'll remind you that on Wednesday's show, we played clips of a very angry Ronnie Mund with his uh, lovely fiance Stephanie. Oh, yes. If you remember, Robin, they were in Los Angeles. And the fans... And Ronnie uh, claimed that it was all because he was so high. And the fans don't think life in the West is agreeing with Ronnie, and they're worried for <laughs> Stephanie. I love you, Ronnie, but please move back to New York. That western sun is rotting your brain. You have a great life that you've built for yourself. You also have a hot fiancé who for some reason puts up with your horseshit. Be grateful, you old cranky fuck. Maybe you need another pegging. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, he hasn't gotten any action lately back there. Ronnie is a real scumbag. Oy vey. Right? He blames Howard for thinking about death because he talks about it on air. Then he says Perlman, Mike Perlman, got shot because of his big mouth. These are classic signs of a real coward. 
Also, what? some guys approach Stephanie on the beach and he yells at her instead of them. What a coward. If you remember what happened there, it was Ronnie yelling at Stephanie. <laughs> Fucking walk. Fuck you even walk over there for? What the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you walk oh, even didn't. over to them? I didn't. They walked over to us. Yeah, and, and you're going to stand there and talk to them. No, you can go fuck off because that's not even true. They walked over to us and I was saying, no, thank you. You're Shut the back fuck up. Oh, my God. A lot of listeners wrote me that uh, they can't. Hey, listen to this one. I can't believe the way Ronnie treats Stephanie. She should leave his ass. We are all aging, Ronnie. You have a better life than most people. Chill out. Elderly. Does Ronnie, Ronnie feel better now that they're saying 50 and older should get the booster? Because he re- objected to elderly. He doesn't the like the elderly, elderly thing. <laughs> elderly, Ronnie. The elderly thing. No, elderly. The elderly thing. <laughs> the elderly thing. Hey, the elderly thing. The elderly thing. I received this email from uh, Will Smith. Keep up the anger, my brother. <laughs> uh, this one, too. He said, Ronnie, uh, you need more help than me. We sign Will Smith, the famous wow. actor. Yeah. It bothered me, okay? Ronnie, what's your take on the Will Smith thing? You did security at America's Got Talent for me, and you were part of live television. Um, don't you think that someone should have ushered Will Smith out of that room? I'm going to beat the shit out of him. Ronnie, what? what's your thought, really? What do, you, what do you think about it? Well, first of all, I didn't see it until this morning. And okay. uh, it, it, it's very disturbing that somebody could just walk up to the stage like that. We always made sure that nobody got near you. Right. And you, you can make all the fun you want of me. Nobody ever got near you at that show, ever. Well, nobody tried to. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, that's not exactly true. You remember somebody did get to me. Who got to you? Not it's not on the stage. It was at no. the door. Yeah, okay. Do. So. Yeah. All right. All right. Hmm. He wasn't well, watching you at the door? <laughs> he was getting lunch. <laughs> he was hungry. Please. But Ronnie did a good job. So I'm asking you seriously, as a guy who did security. No, there, there was no what way did that you, guy don't should you think able to, He shouldn't have been able to even step onto that stage. Right. And don't you think that once he sat down, they should have walked over and escorted him out? Yeah, well, they should have at least taken him back, you know, somewhere and discussed this whole situation with him. Like, what the hell are you doing? You know, like. Not just let him go back there and sit down and and then start right. yelling to go, you know, keep my wife's fucking, you know, your wife's name out of my fucking mouth and blah, blah, blah. He shouldn't even been able to be there for that. Right, right, right. Okay, so that's why I was interested in here. Uh, while you're here, Ronnie, you better your be expert ca- opinion, Ronnie. It was some opinion it was good. Yeah. Ronnie, okay. better be careful. If he doesn't knock it off with Stephanie, she's going to leave him for a much younger 65-year-old man. That's what this guy wrote. <laughs> yeah, I'm not worried. Does Stephanie because... have any Does Stephanie have any brothers? If, it was, if I was her brother and heard Ronnie talking to her that way, we'd be having some words. This is what this guy wrote in, Ronnie. So some people well, don't like it also. Yeah, does she have her brother? I mean, uh, you better be yeah, careful. She does. All yeah, right. She does. And he doesn't say anything to you? No. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, despite uh, Ronnie's nasty attitude, there are still fans who remain loyal to Ronnie no matter what he does. Wednesday's show had the best Ronnie segment all year, and that says a lot because every Ronnie segment is better than the last. Thanks. I listened to it twice already. People wow. don't care, Ron. They love you. I know. Ronnie, Ronnie proves every time that he is radio gold. As long as there is Ronnie content, I will be a Sirius XM subscriber for life. He's the funniest, most genuine human being on this planet, and I just love him. Wow. More. Wow, you're, actually, you're actually reading good ones. I can't believe it. I'll read whatever the fans write. More Ronnie. If Howard, you, you think I stack it against you when you get negative email. I don't, uh, I just read what the listeners write. Good. More Ronnie. If Howard talked to Ronnie for four hours a day every day, I would never get sick of it. Ronnie makes America great. So uh, there you go. If you are desiring more Ronnie, and if it makes you happy as a subscriber, let me uh, get to this little uh, package. In fact, I'll bring in your boyfriend, Mike Perlman. Uh, you're you mean, you're uh, off mic now? You're uh, not uh, in love again. anymore? Perlman, please. <laughs> in fact, this week on Sternthology, we're going to be celebrating Mund Madness. We're calling it Mund Madness. As you know, Ronnie's last name is Mund. So Mund, as in Ronnie Mund, better known as Ronnie the Limo Driver. It's going to be Mund Madness. Did you know this, Ronnie? We're having Mund Madness? No, I did not know this. Uh, as you know, Ronnie, the smallest thing can make you explode. And um, one of our angry Ronnie experts is Mike Perlman. Producer Mike Perlman has some rules on how to avoid making Ronnie angry. You want to take over? Mr. Bagel. Uh, you, want yeah, to, so you want to take over? Sure. So I put together you know, a few rules to abide by because uh, you don't want Ronnie flying off the handle anymore. Um, you know, Ronnie, I'm not even trying to make a joke or, or, or be funny, but you know, you, you know, you're over 70 years old. You can't be flying off. You can't be freaking out all the time over that. It's not good for you. I mean, that kind of thing can kind of lead. I don't want anything happening to you. And then that's the thing. So, you know, I'll start with a couple of rules. Rule number yeah. one, never call Ronnie ugly. I don't know if you remember the ugly meter incident. Ten years ago this month, a young a young guy, software developer, came into the studio. He was promoting this app. And what the app did was it measured how ugly you are. You take a picture of your face and you rate it on a scale from 0 to 100. Howard, you scored a 34. Ronnie scored a 0. He took it to heart and he went right off on the guy. I remember that. I'll play the clip here. Never call Ronnie You're ugly. supposed to be here promoting your app. No, Don't I'm not. Fucking I'm here to see get you. Get on my I'm fucking case you, calling me fucking ugly Ronnie. because I will throw your ass out of Ronnie, here. It's si all right? First of all, Ronnie, You're a fucking douchebag. It's, Ronnie, it's You're a stupid you ugly. It's fucking douchebag, okay? You happy now? But it's not this guy's fault. But, You're a zero. You t I got a 34. That's nothing to be proud of. Yeah, okay. And he takes pictures of, of Sal's cock and balls, and he gets a two. Give ah. me a fucking break, <laughs> you ass white. I've never seen a grown man act like this. Well, what do you care? you're a piece of shit on the bottom of my fucking shoe, and I don't like you. You're a fucking user, and that's it. I'm done with your fucking ass. And you're an ugly motherfucker. <laughs> now, normally, Ronnie only talks to his fiance like this, but he got really <laughs> mad that day, right, Mike? Yeah, I remember. He ran into the studio. He got in the guy's face. The guy was sitting on the couch, and he, you know, you know, Ronnie's the guy that's doing security. I mean, I guess that's what the, you know, the serious security guys were up there for. They were there to do the real security because Ronnie was just, you know, he's so easy to fly off the handle, as I said. Oh, you're so funny. You're he, such a funny I mean, dude. You're the guy that's supposed <laughs> to keep everybody. <laughs> I never, I'll be honest, Ronnie. I, dude. 
I never understood why you got so pissed at that guy. I really didn't because it's not like the I guy was got a some... shit bag, dude. Come on, <laughs> uh, come on. It was kind of a good. Nobody app. got He's... zero, and then the, get the zero point zero bullshit. Okay, you got a zero, and so yeah. what? Yeah, so South Cock out of two. Yeah, okay. It did. I don't think his app went anywhere, Ronnie. So you should be happy. Yeah, exactly. His app went nowhere. <laughs> By the way, if you love Mund Madness, we're going to have plenty of it on Sternthology. Mund yeah, Madness. Mund Madness. You're a fucking asshole, baby. Do you want to uh, play any more tapes of uh, what not to do? Never call Ronnie yeah. ugly. What's rule number two? Okay, rule number two is never question Ronnie's body image. You know, he's very sensitive about his looks. Back in 2018, we realized that the press photo he's been using had his face photoshopped onto the uh, body of Dean Kane. Wait who a was minute. The guy who played Let Superman. Stop right there. That <laughs> was did. not my press photo. It was a press photo. I they remember using, it. No, it wasn't. Were, you, a press it was in the we newspaper. Using it for something. Yeah. For appearances. Yeah, but I didn't make up that fucking picture. But you were putting it out. Photo, my res real press photo is from Sirius, and it looks, it is me. Yeah, but it was your photo. It was your photo. Dude, I did not You gave it out. I didn't know about it. I had no clue. You used it to promote appearance. Wait a second. You thought it was you? Hold it, Robin. Listen to this. I remember exactly what happened. Ronnie looked at the picture and he used it to promote appearances. It's a press photo. He liked it. But he No, the guy the guy who And I go, Ronnie, that's not your body. I go, Ronnie, that's not your I go, Ronnie, that's not your body. He goes, what are you talking about? He started fighting with me. I remember. Right. Right. And I, I said, Ron, you don't know that's not your body? That's Dean Kane who plays Superman. We yeah. Found like, that. I'm supposed to know that's Dean Kane. You can't you tell. It's it wasn't forget. you. You don't know what your body looks like? <laughs> you think your look, arms look at... like that? It was a black shirt. <laughs> Here, I'll play you the clip. You got the clip, Mike? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. All right. I didn't study it that closely that it's Dean Kane. I'm very are close. So full of crap. You think you're built like Superman? No, I didn't think I was built like Superman. I didn't have no clue. It was fucking Dean Kane. Your head, you know, I was just thinking <laughs> Dude, of something. Come on, Dude. stop breaking my balls Dude. because I had no clue about it. Yeah, because it was Dean Kane, not you. No, right. it was my you fucking don't. face. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't Dean Kane. <laughs> oh, my God. Ronnie, they took Ronnie's head and put it on Dean Kane's body. How come they didn't put it yeah. on Perlman's body? Why didn't they do that? Ronnie, you I don't know why. Ronnie, you didn't know you weren't that Jack? Dude, I wasn't looking at it that closely. I looked oh, at my bullshit. face and that was me. Dude, he they, loved you that picture. I wasn't, you it wasn't a picture of me in a, without a shirt on. If no, I, but it was you had on, me without a shirt on, I would have known. Had the, you had a magnificent body in that picture. I mean, your arms How were rippling How come everybody muscular. else who looked at it knew it wasn't your body? Because they fucking studied it. I didn't. Nobody studied. It was really obvious. Yeah, okay, Robin. Uh, you don't even own the shirt that Dean Kane was wearing. You should have said, wait a second. I no, I had a black one. shirt like that. Oh, come on. Howard, All right, so anyway... This is no, I called... didn't think it was me, moron. He thought it was cool. He just went along with it. Yeah, I thought it was cool. <laughs> he was hoping no one would notice. That's right. Mund Madness. Mund Madness. Fuck off. Cut. All right. Rule number three. Don't. By the way, watch... I'll put up the I'll put up the picture if you want. Yeah. It, Ronnie. Oh, of no course. Don't don't forget to put the picture up. There it is. This yeah. Is put it up. <laughs> 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 
Oh my goodness! I love that. That's you know, funny. I'm going to tune into Mon Madness. I really am. Yeah, as, uh, I, I hope you do. I really do. And you are too. You love it. You yep. love it. And Mike, yep. Mike, what yep. else? What other okay. things do you? Okay, go ahead. Well, obviously, obviously, Perlman's obsessed with me. I guess. Rule number three: Don't question Ronnie's choice of breakfast cereals. Uh, oh. For the last year, Ronnie's been at war with this caller apples. Ronnie's fiance Stephanie posted a picture to Instagram that had the lucky cereal that had the cereal Lucky Charms attached to it. Oh, and Apple's geez. called to ask Ronnie if he eats these sugary cereals, and Ronnie, you know, immediately he lost it. People are so fucked up with the, they watch every little stupid goddamn thing. I eat Special K. That's what I eat. I just want to make sure you weren't eating that sugary stuff, pal. No, I don't eat. I don't I eat you, that. Huh? I just, I just Ronnie, told you. you know, you're, I have to tell you. I don't think it was <laughs> an attack. I think it was an no, observation. No, it was an attack. That... It was a nice, a nice attack. It was a quiet I attack. I think you're you're way out of line on this. No, I'm I not. Really do. I'm not out of line. Listen, he wants to know who eats that stuff. Dude, come on. Why would you even fucking bring it up then? Ron. Uh, look, apples. When, if you what the fuck apples, kind of name is you, that? Apples. Yeah. <laughs> so who cares if Stephanie eats uh, Lucky Charms? Why are you I going off like this? That's why Stephanie... he called, though. Don't you get it? Because Stephanie puts this shit up on fucking Instagram. I said, <laughs> That's well, not what he you, said. Why do you have to put but that But he didn't say up? that. That was the yes, dialogue in your head. No, he said, oh, please. who is eating the Lucky the, Charms? Even, if he didn't say it directly, dude, he said it in a roundabout way. Why would he fucking call? <laughs> Ronnie, exactly. You realize now how silly you sound. I mean, you're no, carrying not on. at all. You think not you think all. that's normal to to be so upset about whether you eat Lucky Charms or not? Dude, I don't eat it. I never right. said I ate it to begin with. He what I'm was saying, just trying to no. He was the guy, trying to the make guy it saw like Lucky Charms. The guy saw Lucky trying Charms. Trying to make it like Beth. Because Beth eats Lucky Charms. That's why Stephanie so was what? eating Lucky Charms. So you say, hey, my wife enjoys Lucky Charms. Who cares? Let him go fuck himself. He's a You get too moron. amped up. You're getting yeah. too amped up. Yeah. Mike, in other words, this is um, rules not to anger Ronnie. Don't talk about his food. Don't talk about his body image. Not my food. No. I don't eat it. Don't right. talk about uh, his, 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 never call him ugly. What other things can you, you tell us? You, you really got to walk on eggshells with him. Uh, rule number four, never put Ronnie in charge of food. You know, it always <laughs> comes back to food, you know. Um, and, tw you know, 2013, 2010, I'm sorry, there were cookies delivered to our office. Jason called Ronnie out for divvying up the cookies onto the plates before anyone could get to the table. Uh, clip four, Howard. Uh, it's, it's not fucking funny. First of all, I never said I was in charge of the cookies, Jason. Like the, the food up here. Fuck are you there? You know, I, you come and you, you, you collect it all. Fat ass moving over there and fucking open the boxes. All right, you let can me take the cupcakes, stick them up their ass. I don't give a shit, okay? All right, let me understand. I'm trying to be a nice fucking guy. Leave the box. I'm not touching those boxes. And fucking Jason could shove them up his ass. The he Jason, put me Jason, right over the top yesterday. Jason, over fucking hate. black and white cookies. Well, let me that stupid motherfucker. Well, you know, you know right. it's crazy, the reaction that sometimes Ronnie has now. Why did you divvy up the cookies, Ron? I don't no, even understand. No, I didn't divvy up anything. What did I you had do? to make sure Ga Gary always got his black and white cookies, and a lot of times Gary was busy, and I made sure that there was some cookies left for him, number one. Number right. two, there was so much shit there, so many cupcakes that there was no reason to let them get thrown away at the end of the day. So sometimes I would bring them out to the people outside so they can enjoy them. What's the big fucking deal? 
Yeah, the cute interns that were working out there. No, no you're so full of shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. Jason, is that what happened? You got no, upset the, it, because... Ronnie was like the mayor of the cookies. So Why did that bother you so much? I don't <laughs> understand. First of all, in other words, they the weren't Ronnie's. Ronnie, Ronnie didn't bring the cookies in. No, Somebody Ronnie gave had us cookies. nothing to do with the cookies or the cupcakes. Right. And, you know, we're all getting ready and sitting down and making sure the show gets started. Also, people don't even get a chance to walk over there until, you know, whatever oh, time. It's on 15, 7, 30. So much shit Ronnie would take it upon himself. The fucking army. Monty would take it upon himself to put these plates together, and he'd walk around serious. Oh, here's one for the uh, the receptionist. Uh, here's a special delivery to the 37th floor. Oh, here's a special guest. Like, dude, who was supposed you to be targeted? doing security? What is he right. doing? I He's not in bring catering. it up. I sent it up. Yeah. Were you catering or are you security? I mean, what are you? I... Leave me alone with this shit. I mean, well, like I a doubt good Ron, ambassador. Nice. He was, and uh, all I do is get shit making for it. better relations between the different departments. Perlman wasn't even down there for all of this shit. <laughs> I remember all of it. Mike, <laughs> was, are, you saying, are you saying, you Mike, that when, you were when Ronnie... Intern. Mike, when Ronnie was taking these cupcakes and delivering them, was it mostly to hot girls? It was always be, there, would, oh, there would always be dude, like a cute girl out, uh, you know, lie. out in the lobby. Don't you know, fucking lie. You bring him out there. You know, you need a cookie or anything. Yeah, man, I'm trying to be the cool, front man. I'll bring, I'll bring him out there. Yeah, I'm trying to be cool. Yeah, I'll talk yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Where, yeah. Where, I'm, where's I'm, the, the receptionist with the big tits? He's got a sugar cookie coming out. Just bring him out there. And to get back to get back to Ronnie's anger, like you know, as we as we were saying, like I've never heard a guy get so angry about this nonsense. You know, he went up to Jason's desk after this when this whole thing was going down when you guys were on the air and he was screaming at him in in the in the compound screaming at him outside anytime you fucking want he, he wanted to fight him like out in the street <laughs> over fucking like cookies. will smith at the oscar right yeah. he was ready to fucking smack jason over cookies and like, what happens jason. if something really happens that you know that rightfully pisses you off ronnie like what if cookies gonna set you off like that well, there's gotta be uh, something if like if cookies are gonna set you off like that then, i mean yeah, I don't you know. gotta explode i don't like, know Something that's I would, real. I don't know how, what the hell I would do. Jason, like, oh, just I so I understand. Fucking, I might yeah. lose my fucking mind because I got to so bring out. I got to bring out cookies to the hot chicks. Yeah, Lebroni's losing his mind over here. Jason, in yeah. other words, what you're yeah, saying? I'm, I'm not losing my mind. I'm just imitating a moron over here, who's trying to make something <laughs> out of nothing. Well, it sounds to me, Ron, that he's Jason, Jason has yeah, a legitimate I, yeah, point. Bring it out there. I'm, 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 I'm the guy from, uh, I'm the guy from the town, man. I'm the man. Ronnie, I didn't know you did impressions. You're fabulous. Yes, I do. But, I do stop showing off. So Mike, Mike Perlman. Yeah, I'm the man. Yeah. <laughs> you want to see no, my what? scar? Yeah, look at my scar, man. I got shot. Look at me. This is the All shit right, the Oscars cuts away from. Yeah, here's the, my point. I guess when you're talking about Ronnie and what not to do around Ronnie, Jason, your point was... Here, these cookies and cupcakes come in. Nobody asked Ronnie to divvy them up. Nobody no, asked nobody Ronnie. did ask me. Nobody right. did. I was but you did it. You took I it upon being yourself. I a nice fucking guy. Okay. You took it upon yourself to hand out cupcakes to people out in the hall. You, right. You took Not it upon yourself. To, well, uh, like Mike Perlman, says hot. It's fucking bullshit description. Listen, if it was, a, a if it was some dude sitting out there, I don't think you'd be bringing up cupcakes. Oh, bullshit, cookies. man. <laughs> the fucking night security guys I bring out all the time. They weren't hot chicks, believe oh, me. Ronnie, who are you <laughs> kidding, dude? You remember the time you threw a party and you only invited the female interns and didn't invite any of the yeah, male interns? Yeah, I you remember have a, that. You have I a remember pattern that. of yeah. this. Yeah. yeah, it was my fucking deal, and that's what I did. This wasn't at work. Okay? Well, was this I mean, at work? Uh, it was at my it house. It supports the argument. It supports the, the argument that you, 
that you just were interested in the female interns, right. not the male. And, no, and it's not true. I didn't only invite the female interns. Okay. All right. All it's right. amazing well, okay. to me that Ronnie is still angry about oh, all these things that happened years ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a good piece because no one wants to meet Ronnie and get in trouble with him. So we're talking <laughs> Mund. Nobody, nobody <laughs> meets me anymore. Believe me. Mund Mad. Mund Fuck you, Baldy. All right. Um, all right. What is the fifth rule? And the fifth about rule Ronnie? is this. As, a, as I said before, it always comes back to food. Uh, rule number five never mess him? with Ronnie's food. Yes, um, Mike. Take your own advice. All right. In 2019, Ronnie claimed that he set aside a bagel to eat later during one of our Bagel Wednesdays. Right. He insisted that he had wrapped it in a paper towel. I know when I he did. left the green room, he came back to find it wrapped differently than he remembered. He was convinced that I did something to his bagel. Clip five, Howard. All right. Here we go. Clip five. This is, this is the last one. And you here know you fucking did it, dude. Everybody knows it. you did it. No one, no. All the fans know you did it. Didn't you <laughs> take, take a, a lie detector? Take didn't a you take a lie detector on I that? Did. No, he didn't. I didn't no, if I'd didn't. be willing to. All right. Here we go. Somebody unwrapped my fucking bagel. It's you. I know it's you. By you the way. fucking did it with the bagel. One of Nobody the... will fucking tell me any different. What is the bagel sitting on? There was one little napkin sitting on top Ronnie. of it. Ronnie. Nobody's... No, dude, if Ronnie. somebody fuck with your food, you'd what? be out of your fucking That's, mind. Oh, I'd be living. Fuck with my head and I will be irrational. Okay, what's the joke if someone messes with your so bagel? This is the fucking joke. The I mean, fucking round my motherfucking it? ass up. This is the fucking joke. Hey, <laughs> hey. Howard, did you ever feel like like he doesn't like when you hear all about this nonsense that's going on in the halls with cookies and bagels and, and cupcakes? Do you ever feel like he doesn't have your back? Like he's too, he's too. You are you hey, worried dude, about your safety? Don't even fucking go there about having his back, okay? <laughs> don't even. Don't I mean, even. It seems like he cares more about protecting cookies and bagels than yeah, he does right. about Howard. Like you know, <laughs> well, security well, Mike, you should do security and bagels, mm -hmm. Mike. Who's protecting Howard? I know, I, Mike. I, 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 <laughs> Mike, do you swear on to God that you did not mess with that bagel? I swear to God. Yeah. I didn't mess with this bagel. Yeah, what do you think happened that day with the bagel when Ronnie thought it was unwrapped? Oh, let me tell you what he thinks. I can tell let you. Me tell you. Me to tell then, you I'm then I'm fucking senile, and I don't remember what I did with the bagel. I've no. heard this ten times. It's possible, though, Ron. That's what it's I possible. Right. It is yeah. very possible. I did yeah, the same thing, possible. Ronnie. I do the same thing. Like I, you know, I walk yeah. out of my office and I'll turn the, like, you know, I'll come uh, back and the lights off. Walk out of my office. And I said, did I turn the light off? Yeah. But I did. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I believe you that you did not mess with the bagel. Is it possible, Ronnie, you had wrapped Thank up you. your bagel and then it even unraveled? Like maybe you did it quickly and then it unraveled. Oh yeah, and then a, a different napkin got on top of it, right? A different napkin. I don't know. No, I think like a little napkin altogether, not but even a wrapped napkin. Giving some thought to it, what I think he did was you unwrapped the bagel, mm -hmm. you, and I think you were going to the. Green He's explaining room. exactly what he did. Oh no, no, because no, I'm explaining yeah. about you know from what I yeah. gathered from what we talked no, about. Yeah, you're you're so full of shit. No, I'm not, dude. Yeah. I think what yeah. you did was you you, yeah. you were about to eat the bagel and then you walked to get something to drink and then you said, you know what, I don't feel like wrapping this thing up again. So you just put a little paper towel, I mean a, a napkin on the top or whatever it was. Yeah, right. Meanwhile. We, we were we were busy with other people there, and I didn't eat my bagel for like an hour and a half later. You were so busy. Don't even fucking tell you me were, that. I went to get a fucking. I didn't well, to get a fucking drink.
You were futzing around the the fucking uh, the hallway. You, dude, you, you know doing exactly what you did. I so don't do even anything. fucking go there. All right, look, look at you. guys. You can't even keep a straight face. Because it's, I'm laughing at you. Yeah, you're not laughing at me. You're laughing at yourself because oh. you know you fucking did it. <laughs> all the fans know you did it also. All when the fans happened. don't know that. Yeah, all I did was get fucking direct message. Taking ma- a poll, from Ronnie, shit from doesn't people. mean that Mike did it. No, That's he did it. That's a Believe big no-no in did our it. office. No, sometimes you. with, I think yeah, Mike's point was, did it. Yeah. sometimes with I the did. elderly, the, the elderly. Have a scene yeah, the elderly. elderly. <laughs> and, and just so you know, I, yeah, on May elderly. 20th, I'm getting my fourth shot, so go fuck yourself. All right, well, yourself. there you go. Thanks. Smart. I'll go fuck <laughs> yeah. myself. Go yeah. fuck yourself. And I'm getting I will say in Ronnie's hood. What is that, Ronnie Puppet? I'm getting cookies for my neighborhood, and I'm the controller of cunt. All right. By the way, in Ronnie's defense, uh, John Blit is convinced Mike Perlman fucked with Ronnie's bagel. Just so you what know. What does that mean? Well, John, uh, observe something. Well, John, do you want to make a statement on Ronnie's behalf about the bagel? I know it was a long time ago, but it's still controversial. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I would have loved to do it. I would have loved to have come You're up with that mute, idea. John. Oh, sorry. I'm on mute. <laughs> He's doing a Marley Maitland. <laughs> no, we can hear him. He's just talking through one channel. That's all. Yeah, I got it in one Is ear. Not two channels yeah, now. Me too. I, got it, I got it in one ear. Now you're back. Go ahead. Okay, good. So I would have loved to have done that. And I remember seeing Mike's eyes, and you could tell when someone fucks around with someone. And Mike, one hundred, one hundred thousand percent, he he did it. I could just tell when I saw it go down. One hundred percent. No, I'm right. He's right. I'm right. Everybody else is right. But he, but he your just swore life. to God. Oh. Swear in my daughter's life. I didn't touch Ronnie's bagel. I swear, and then you're, I swear, and you're a sick maniac. Yeah, I swear. I believe Mike. Mm, I, I do. Know. Of course, of course you do. Thank you, Howard. I do, I do. Well, anyway, uh, all week, all week on Howard One Hundred One Sternthology, we'll be celebrating Mund Madness. Mund Madness. Fucking moron. Mund Madness, focusing on Ronnie's angriest moments. And uh, we all celebrate Mondays. Get the fuck away from me! Yeah, I'm not yelling. I'm always yelling. Let's hear it. Riley's mad. Fuck off. It's kind of sad. Whatever. The old man's a demented granddad. He screams all day. I don't care what you say. Is he no relaxing to have a heart attack? Cause he's mad. Go fuck yourselves. So damn mad. Shut up and let me talk. Yeah, Riley's mad. Go away. He's so Mm. Wow. There you go. Somebody really got into the production values. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think you need Red, more than a week, though, madness. of my shit. Well, you, do, you, you do get really angry quickly. I have to say, you go from zero to 60, like, in a second. And he never loses yeah. it. When you play these clips, he still is angry when he talks mm-hmm. about it now. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's not good, angry. Yeah. It's not it's good, good though. Yeah. I'm, Mike, I'm will not you... even making a... Are you hosting this segment or? Oh, of course. Uh, I'm sure he is. No. No. Not that All I know right. of. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, finally, in the mail, uh, Ronnie, uh, you, of course, were a big subject matter, but also uh, High Pitch Eric was mentioned ah. in the mail. Good for him. Um, on Wednesday's show, I declared that High Pitch Eric was the greatest whack packer of all time and belongs on the whack pack Mount Rushmore. Many in the audience actually agreed with me. Love him or hate him. There's no one like High Pitch Eric. My favorite High Pitch moment 
was when he was screaming and running from the dead fish in the studio at K Rock. <laughs> yeah, uh, we found out that uh, Eric just cannot handle being around fish. That was a funny day, man. I it was that. a funny day. I remember it too. And uh, I locked. Uh, I had a lock. I locked the door so you couldn't get out of the studio. <laughs> yeah. No! No! Don't touch don't it. Touch it. It's, it's a fish. Stop! Don't! It's no! not gonna hurt you. No! No! I fish. No! Stop it! Don't stop it, please. No! Come on. Wait a second. The fish is coming here. Your big one. Uh, no! no. <laughs> All right. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Rob. He was so really kind. terrified. It was terrible. Of course. Yeah, it was great. What are you talking about? <laughs> Terrible. High pitch. Um, here's another note. High pitch. Uh, very well, maybe the greatest of all time. When Chris Wilding searched for high pitches inverted penis and finally found it, <laughs> all while Fred played the Jurassic Park song in the background, was probably the hardest I've laughed in my life. Eric is the man. What is that, Eric? Is that your ball? It's it's in the right of cock. But so, there's your balls, right? That's I don't I'm know. It looks like this is this know. is what we're you looking at. You don't know at. what I'm looking at. This is incredible. Is it a shaft? Howard, <laughs> I've never seen anything like this in nature. Well, those are his balls, aren't they? These are his balls. Right. And where's his penis? That right there is the head of his cock. Wow. Ralph says uh, Mike definitely fucked with the bagel. By the way, he's back on the other topic. Um, but hey, what, how do you know? Well. Listen, you can hear Ronnie's passion about his food. He watched that bagel like a hawk. He knows exactly what position it was in and everything. So Mike definitely fucked with it. He no, Mike would it. not swear on his daughter's life <laughs> no. uh, if he fucked with a bagel. And he's willing to take a lie detector. Also, in listening to this clips, these clips, I find it hilarious that he's a security guy. Because security guys are supposed to de-escalate situation. <laughs> and Ronnie flies off the handle at a drop of a hat. No, I... I I once said to myself when I came to choosing a security guy, I want the angriest motherfucker on the planet as my security guy. And it uh, shows you how warped my thinking is, to tell you the truth. Uh, high pitch is, uh, hey, high pitch, you're getting a lot of praise here. Listen to this. You ready? Yeah. No one can even compete with high pitch, Eric. The fact that he claims he's not gay but would describe how he would blow Donnie Wahlberg better than his wife is enough to put him on Mount Rushmore. I'll play the clip to support that, by the way. Do you think you could blow Donnie better than Jenny? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Why is that? Why are you so confident you could blow Donnie better than Jenny? Why? Yeah. Because I have bigger lips. Yeah. Oh, wow. By the way. Wow. Um, are you uh, going to spit or swallow Donnie's load? Swallow. Yeah, all right, okay. <laughs> wow. That's why I do say, I know it's controversial, Robin. I, I know uh, those out there who disagree with me, and I can read those. Uh, but I believe High Pitch Eric is the greatest whack packer that ever lived. That's what okay. I believe. There could be some argument, but he, he's got credentials. You cannot say he has not performed. Some fans did write in. Some fans wrote in, uh, don't get me wrong, I love High Pitch Eric, but I'm firmly on Team Eric the Actor, the best, the fucking best. Uh, this one says, who's High Pitch? Not the greatest of all time. This much I can tell you. The title goes to Beetlejuice, hands down. Mm. Uh, Jeff the Drunk over High Pitch, without a doubt, someone wrote. Really? That's right. That's right. So, you know, Jeff the Drunk must have written that. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't. It, speaking of Jeff the Drunk, by the way. Yeah. My wife says to me, uh -oh. yeah, yeah, listen to this. 
Let me get Jeff on here, high pitch. I got to clear up this business. Hey, Jeff, how you doing? Hello. I got a letter. Congratulations, Hi, Well, thank you, Jeff. Now you're being nice after last week. I think he's being sarcastic. I think Jeff thinks he's better than you. And when I announced that you are the greatest whack packer that ever lived, I think Jeff got angry. All right, so so what did Beth say to you? Okay, Jeff, I got to clear this up with you. Yeah. Did you write it? Did you write an email to my wife? No. Well, then you were. You know. You know. I, I, my wife goes. Is this one of your whack packs? She pluralized. It. <laughs> is this one of your whack packs? And I read it here. Here it is. It says from Jeff Caro with an email address, and he sent it to my wife's uh, account. Every time I think of Howard hitting that, I want to get sick. I would take you scuba diving and hit that underwater until we ran out of oxygen. If you ever want to hook up, just email me. I would eat that till my tongue bled. You would be walking around the house bow-legged, begging me to stop. You would be so sore, but in a good way. I would look into those beautiful eyes for all eternity, signed Jeff Caro, a.k.a. Jeff the Drunk. He didn't write that. Uh, no. No. No way he could no way he could write it like that. Well not, that's not insulting. With, no, not with one arm. No way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, talking okay, I'm talking about the words. No way. What has a lot to do with what, Jeff? My because I have one arm. It just doesn't make any difference. Right. Okay. Right. Well, anyway, Jeff, you say that was not you. And, of course, you would not go scuba diving, of course. Uh, I should have known that. <laughs> All right. I thought I would just share that with right. everyone. But, but Jeff. All right. High pitch. congratulations on uh, a lot of good feedback on you. And, uh, Jeff, congratulations on uh, whatever it is uh, you're feeling good about, okay? I'm not writing hey, that Alan. email. <laughs> right. Hey, Alan. Yes, Jeff. I talked I talk to my doctor about my arm. I had and? an appointment. He couldn't find nobody in the whole building that will take it off. I'll take and that's you. all the ortho touch. High pitch will take it off. Dr. High Dr. High calling Dr. High pitch. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Have, I have scissors and I have a circular saw. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> All right, yeah, Jeff was looking into getting his arm removed, his bad arm, but uh, evidently no doctor will touch it. No doctor will touch it. Um, uh, finally, Jeff the Drunk got flack from fans after he lashed out at Marianne from Brooklyn and High Pitch Eric. I take exception to Jeff the Drunk saying anything derogatory about Marianne from Brooklyn. She's one of the most loyal people to ever grace the Stern Show. Jeff isn't worth the gum on the bottom of my shoes. Um, let's see what else we have here. D Jeff the Drunk is a blameaholic. He's always a miserable victim. He gets nothing but he he gets nothing from it but misery and frustration. He should leave Marianne and Eric out of it. Marianne from Brooklyn is done with Jeff. She left us a very damaging voicemail about oh. him on Wednesday. 
that I can share with you exclusively. Fuck you, Jeff. Fuck you. I cross you off the list. See, as I get older, I know who's a true blue friend and who's just a user. Well, I always knew you were a user, but I kept, I kept letting you use me because I felt bad for you. You don't have really a family around, so I try to be a friend to you, but it's not worth it. No, it's not worth it anymore. Sorry. Right. Sorry, not sorry. All right, so that feud is going on. Oh, dear. And Jeff has his supporters. Team Jeff the Drunk here. I feel like everybody was just a little mean to Jeff today. The guy is playing with a bad deck of cards. Give him a break. Uh, this one, I normally wouldn't side with Jeff the Drunk, but High Pitch Eric and Marianne are the worst. Keep them off the show. So mm. there you go. A lot of controversy. Uh, Marianne, you've got your fans and you've got your detractors, and that's the way it is. As usual, Howard, and I have a thick skin, and I am done with Jeff. But, Howard, I have to come to prop, Big Pop Ferrani during AGC, Howard. He he watched you like a hawk. There was a lot of people that wanted to get next to you, and he kept them away. So Big I looked Pop a couple Ferrani. of times. He was staring at the stage. I said, Ronnie, keep your yeah. eyes on me, not the stage. Plenty I didn't. Even, Howard, even on the street, you don't realize how many people were out there. In four years, you were very well protected. Well, listen, I'm AGC the guy who hired him, so I must have had I, I, confidence in them absolutely why are you, why are you telling me tell someone else tell, uh, how tell, some, tell, yes i don't <laughs> care how much mike perlman swears on the bible he he fuck with that bagel i could just hear it in a vo his voice i'm a good judge of character on uh, mike they spoke about mike weeks ago on the wrap-up show and he loves to play pranks on rasan and other guys and mike. he definitely where is he mike. he's definitely played with that bagel mike yeah. I believe in you, and I believe that you would tell me the truth. I'm going to ask you one last time. All right. I'm going to ask you one last time. After saying no to so many of these <laughs> He'll questions take it to his grave, it. man. Can How I, can can I ask you? Can you keep can asking him. Mike. Go ahead, Marion. Howard. Yeah. Mike, what did you do to Ronnie's bagel? Tell the truth now. Come on. You know I'm a mother, and I'm all about being honest. Tell me what you did to Ronnie's bagel. Confess now. Marianne, I didn't touch it. I'm telling you the honest truth. Mm -hmm. I tell That's you what. The honest man. truth. I tell you what. Oh, wait, I'll prove it to everyone. I have an idea. Yeah. Okay. This the honest truth. What? Mike. Yeah. I am now giving you Howard Stern show. Um. Uh, Amnesty. Dispensation. Ah, Dispensation, yeah. like the church, Howard. Excuse me. Would you Would you let me finish, Marianne? Please. <laughs> everyone is. <laughs> Thank you, Robert. I, I am now giving you Howard Stern show amnesty. If you did the bagel prank, which if you did it, it would be the greatest prank of all time. Let's be <laughs> honest. It generated hours and hours of fun. I am now telling you there will be no repercussions. There will be no uh, uh, n nothing as a result of you telling me now that you pulled off this great prank. Uh Complete amnesty. Messing now, with Ronnie's baby. Let it sink in, Mike, and really yeah. take it in that you could finally get off the hook. Yes. By changing your story now with no repercussions. No repercussions whatsoever. Yeah. It will not affect my opinion of you. It will not affect, in fact, my opinion of you will probably It'll go, go up. up. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you mess with Ronnie's bagel? You know, this show is all about honesty. And, you know, I, I just, I'm not going to admit to something that I didn't do. Yeah, I can't. And I'm telling you the truth, Howard. Yeah, yeah I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> and the, the Oscar truth. goes to uh, Mike Perlman. 
I did I not believe him. touch Ronnie's bagel. Yeah, okay, I Mike, so let, let me say this. So who bagel. touched it, Howard? Who touched that bagel? Well, you want to know what I think? And I love bagel. Ronnie. And Ronnie knows I love him. I do. I'm all bullshit aside. I think Ronnie that day got overwhelmed. You know, I've done this. Like, I... I always have to remember to take a pill every night. They put me on this uh, statin, you know, for cholesterol. And um, I have a little reminder. I keep my email. says, take your pill. And I take it. I wrap it in a napkin, the pill. I keep it in my pocket until I'm done eating dinner. And then I take the pill every night. Well, there were some nights I literally take the pill. And I turn to my wife and I go, you know, I don't remember. Did I take that pill? She goes, I just saw Elderly. you take the pill. Elderly. That's right. Elderly. And I'll tell you something. <laughs> the elderly thing. Yes. Wrap it in a napkin, the pill, the bagel. That's right. I wrap it in a napkin. But I got to <laughs> tell you, there are nights that I could swear I took the pill and I didn't or vice versa. It is possible that day that I believe Ronnie, as much as he's, you know, paranoid about his bagel and he wrapped it up. He might have been in a rush and he completely forgot to wrap the bagel the way he thought he did. I believe no, Ronnie. Wasted, dude. Sorry. I no. believe Ronnie made a mistake that day. I do, and it's no. not a big deal, Ron. It's you, I, you know, it happens to us even when we're young. It can happen. You don't. You know, you're in the midst it's of something. It's not an elderly thing. That's right. <laughs> El the elderly El thing. Howard, what you're missing though is that Mike's a prankster, and also then <laughs> he who is. Did, who did? Who did fuck with the bagel? Because now it's. I don't think open. anyone did. It's a yeah, wide-open okay. case, so then Mike needs to take a lie detector test. All right. I'll That's give him one. You'll, you'll do it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I'd be happy to. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, the most celebrated investigative reporter, Dan Rather, is here, and oh. he wants to say something about Bagel Caper. Go ahead, uh, Mr. Rather. Howard, I've looked into this deeply as an investigative journalist. It is my belief that Michael Perman's alibi is rock solid. Ronnie is angrier than a pit bull crapping thumbtacks. It clouds his judgment. Listen, like so many of the vets I know from Nam, Ronnie's elder years must have been filled with rage from years past. I believe Ronnie is sadly the victim of his own elderly brain. Wow. Mm. Well, there is an investigation. Yeah. But yeah. Howard, yeah, you know Dan. what you should do? You should get Rasan on the phone because Rasan on the wrap up show said that Mike's known for a lot of pranks, a lot. So I can't see how this is going to go with the bagel. Guaranteed, Mike touched that bagel. Mike, Anybody can are you are you known for pranks? I wouldn't say I'm really a prankster. I mean, yeah, that's not what around, I heard from the upstairs office. I wouldn't office. say I'm a prankster. I really wouldn't say I'm a prankster. Like, we goof around and stuff. You and fuck like, with people. Funny bitch. You but fuck not, with people. Blitz said it. Blitz said it, too. Oh, like, he's one to talk. The guy's a fucking prankster for a living. I mean, come on. Mike takes one to another one. <laughs> no. All right. Nah, well, he I believe it, Mike. I remember Howard. it was like it was yesterday how this went down, okay? Like it was yesterday. You looked at me with like a like a look of like like you like you looked at you like I know you fucked up my because you were the only one uh, there in that fucking room, dude. I don't know what that joke is though. Uh, there's no joke. It's not to a it. joke, but it's not even like it, it, it's it's that's number one. That's a we number did, one. That's I the worst thing you can do like with the Howard Stern show. Fucking yesterday, okay? That's the worst thing you can do where, where we work is to fuck with food. 
You know, that's the worst thing you can do. I wouldn't do it. That's like the last. And I, I, I'm not going to. What am I going to do? Put something in your food like that? I don't do shit like that. That's I didn't say disgusting. you put anything in my food. Did I say you put anything? I wouldn't want anybody touching my fucking food either. To fuck you with think my he put his dick on your bagel? No. Because I know I exactly like what I sound. did that morning. I could see it right in front of me right now. No. Uh, Mr. Yeah, Rather, Mr. Rather yeah. what do I do yeah. with fuck this situation? You, okay. Mr. Fuck Mr. you. Howard, I believe that Michael is honest as old Abe himself. And courage is all I can offer Michael Perlman. Courage. Don't let this angry old man intimidate you. Look who's talking, old man. <laughs> Excuse yeah, you're L me. I might be L around Ronnie's age, and we do get forgetful. You're fucking way older than me, You're pal. very forgetful. I admit, I am honest, as Mike Perlman is, and we get forgetful. Yeah, I oh believe yeah. <laughs> that you, you lost your own bagel. Yeah. I didn't lose it, dude. I didn't lose my fucking bagel. It's Ronnie, are you, Ronnie, are you fighting with Dan Rather now? I mean, one of the most celebrated. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's time. very celebrated. Facts are facts, Ronnie. You know where must he is accept your age. All right. Well, there you go. Thank you, Mr. Rather. Amazing. Wow. What is it, Ralph? What do you know about this? I think you have to rephrase the question. I think Mike was in the room. He saw something. He knows something. And he maybe right. he didn't touch it, but he saw who did it. He knows somebody touched it. And that's what you need to Is ask. Is that him. true, Mike? Do you know who touched the bagel? No. Nobody touched the bagel. Ronnie touched the bagel. I no touched bagel. the bagel. Yeah, I did touch the bagel. I wrapped it up in a paper towel. Okay? And, I think what and then did. when I came back. Okay. Where did you go? Where did you go when you walked away? We go? were taking care of guests. No, you were. You were going oh, to get a, a drink. Oh, it was a busy fucking You were going to get an dude. orange juice. What? That's the reason you were down there. <laughs> no. Okay? Well, you were we had a ton get a of drink. shit going on that morning. I was working, busy. Yeah. I was handling the hallway. No, you I was were doing in your that job. fucking room. No, you were in <laughs> I was working security. in that fucking room with the guests. You were fucking down there in that room. Who so was the guest, fucking tell me. No, it was, it was that day that they had, we had a, uh, the guys come in and they did that car trivia against Ronnie. It was like a caller. It was a fan. And he came in with it, and he was there with his son and, and he came in and, and, uh, he was in one green room. Ronnie was, uh, you know, holding court in his other green room. I wasn't and, holding, uh, yeah. I'm hold, now I'm holding court. You got a whole Ronnie bunch of shit going had, on. Matter, in and out Ronnie, of the green room, yelling at people, talking, you know, it's a whole thing with you. I wasn't like yelling a, at anybody. The there was Munch nobody show. in that room except you, you fucking ass. <laughs> Ronnie, people are in and out of that room like every It was you, dude, and you know it was you. And like he said, if it wasn't me, you, okay, you know who did it. Nobody if, did if, anything. If you didn't do it, you know who did it. No one's fucking with food, man. Yeah, it uh, sounds to me right. like it was a very busy morning in a bit that Ronnie was involved in. You were even running. Everyone was running around doing stuff. It's very possible, Ronnie, that you might not have wrapped your bagel. No, I did. I know exactly what but I do. Ronnie, you say he, you remember it like it was yesterday, and already Mike told you you weren't going to the guest. You were going to the room to get a drink. No, I didn't go to the room to get a drink. Yes, you did. I'll go pull the audio. You said that. You said, I was going to the green room. I was going to the uh, the coffee room hey. to get a drink. <laughs> I remember looking, listening to the audio. That's what you said. <sighs> You were going to get, I think that's what happened, Ronnie. I think what you did was maybe yeah. you were, you, you wrapped the bagel up, then you unwrapped right. it, you were ready to eat it, and Hell, you said, you mm -hmm. know what? Let me go get some orange juice or coffee or whatever. And you walked to the, uh, to and the, you probably to the just cafeteria. put it, Perlman, Perlman, on top Perlman, of it, right? You know what? I don't feel like wrapping this up. Just let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. This is how you fucking do things. This is how uh, you fuck with people. 
elderly. <laughs> he wrapped it up and then uh, he unwrapped it. Was about to eat. He said, "You know what? I want to go get an orange juice or whatever." He walked to the uh, to oh, the cafeteria. Listen to his lies, man. Got it, and then came back, and then the napkin was on it. That's what he well, threw on. He totally is, uh, forgot. This that is what I mean. Yeah. This is why you must tune in on. Uh, on the big uh, Ronnie, uh, whatever they're calling it, Mund, Mund Madness. Madness. Mund Madness. You're a fucking asshole, baby. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it's going to all go down on um, Sternthology. And it's going to be big. When is this happening, guys? Oh, I see. All week on Howard 101. Oh. Wow. A whole week of Ronnie, Mund Madness. And it's going to focus on Ronnie's angriest moments. Uh, Wednesday, Machine Gun Kelly will be with us. Uh, this is exciting news. To, to Ronnie, a whole week of your anger. I mean, think Good. about that. <laughs> should have, it should be a whole month. <laughs> Evidently. Well, you got to tune it, it down, though, Ronnie. You got to give yourself a heart attack, man. It's, yeah. It's a lot. Your age, you can't be, you know. Your head gets all red. The blood rushes up to yeah, your head. Like I red, looks yeah. like you're about to explode. That's not yeah. good for guys. Yeah. I don't see any guys over that, over that age. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't see guys that age getting that mad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not good. Not good. You, 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 not good, man. Not good. All right. Good impression, Ronnie. I like it. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, look. Ronnie's an interesting guy, and I think devoting the week to him, Mike, is a good idea. Yep. And you're right. Yeah, I came, am worried about... Who came about... up with this idea, Mike? Uh, not me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm denying it? You think I'm lying? You're going to call me a liar again on that? Ronnie why why are you here? You if you didn't come up with it, why are you here? Because I, I came up with the rules, not to piss you off. Oh, the rules. Yep. Gotcha. Mike, what do you think, though? At least Ronnie enjoys when uh, Stephanie puts a um, dildo in his asshole. Uh, do you understand that? No, I don't. Know. I don't <laughs> understand. That's that shocked me when it when I first heard about that. You know, did you think less of Ronnie when you heard that? Like, like, kind of like, oh I mean, Jesus, listen. what's wrong with this guy? To each his own. I was very surprised. I wouldn't say I thought less of him. Right, but to to picture him. Getting on all fours on a bed. How do you know? Give me, give, I'm whatever, getting on all fours. How do you know I'm getting on all fours? Huh? Whatever. I, I imagine. What else would you be doing? Laying on your back? Oh, yes. maybe. Anything's possible. Oof. That, you got it. See, you got everything figured out, right? What a fucking scene that must be, man. Yeah, it's a great scene. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah. Could you imagine? Beautiful fiance. Could you imagine fucking enjoying yourself with with your uh, fiance? (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't want to do that shit. (laughs) Do you think that his woman does it to you know because she got to, but she can't possibly enjoy seeing a man get a cock in his ass? I can't. Yeah, she can't be into that. I mean, to to, to, me, begging for begging. He's like a, you know, it's weird because he like contradicts himself. He's like a man's man, but then he's like, you know, he's walking around with skull t-shirts and fucking uh, uh, yes. glasses, but then he's getting out of bed and, and opening what? up his asshole or whatever the fuck he's doing. <laughs> I like skulls. Yeah. Did you think it was weird? <laughs> What's the problem was, with that? Do you think it's what? weird when he was fucking himself with Sal and Richard's cock, you know, that, that dildo thing? Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. You know, he's just, you know, he takes it and he just, you know, he doesn't care. He'll stick anything up his ass. 
Doesn't doesn't matter to him. <laughs> you're such a fucking moron. That's you're a real Mike. You're a real man. You love eating pussy, right? Yeah, he's a real man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 He loves eating pussy. He don't know how to fucking eat pussy. Oh, how do you know? I heard about him with it. I heard about him with his eating pussy. What'd you hear? What'd you hear? He doesn't even know what the clitoris is. He thinks it's a G spot. No, no, no. <laughs> yes, he does. My, yeah, my, my, my no, no, no. Oh, John Blit pulled me into idiot. a room. John Blit pulled me into a, a room. And yeah, blame it on John Blit now. Blame it yeah, on well, John you were blaming Blit. everything on him last week. All, all you did was a crack on John Blit. Anyway, yeah. John Blit pulls me into a room. He starts asking about eating pussy. And you don't know how to do it. What you, oh, Ronnie, I bet you I can eat pussy better than you, bro. Oh, no fucking way, dude. You probably no give up, dude. Fucking you way. You probably give up, then you turn over no on your asshole. Fucking way, dude. You don't know the first <laughs> oh, thing stop. about it. Dude, you're on your knees in front of a fucking girl uh, with your asshole open. I mean, your wife, you, she wants to be treated oh, like yes. a woman. That's what dude, she don't, wants. Don't, don't, don't go anywhere where you don't want me to go, okay? No, I'll go anywhere with you, bro. I don't care. No. What do you think of Ronnie? What do you no. know about how he eats pussy? No, no. How does he I eat heard, pussy? No. So, we're talk, so let me talk. I let me tell. heard how he eats pussy. So we're having technique? this conversation about eating pussy. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and you know, I tell John, I said, John, what you got to do is you got to really just focus on the clit. Just keep on going until she reaches this climax. And sometimes what you can do, Howard, I don't really do this that much because it's a little much for me. But, like, sometimes you can try to stimulate the G-spot, too, with your finger. While yeah, you're where, right. where is out, the G spot, dude. Where is G spot? <laughs> internal. You can't hit. The, you can't hit the G spot. Wait, wait. Where's, where's the G spot? Hey, tell me. You tell me. Yeah, you, you know. There, there is no G spot. You yes, moron. it is. You no, it, there it is inside. You don't. You're such yeah, a non-expert. Inside, yeah, it's inside. It's Listen internal. Yeah, you're such an asshole. You don't know anything, dude. Yeah, I don't. You're know sitting there anything. with your asshole open, like a like a <laughs> spot jerk off. There's no such what thing you can as a do, G spot, dude. Shut up. What you can do is you can like kind of stimulate it and, and yeah, go for like a it. you know like a G spot orgasm while you're doing a uh, you know <laughs> while you're trying to get a clitoral <laughs> orgasm. Yeah, you little clitoral. That's what we were talking about. <laughs> Ronnie, what's wrong with what he's G-spot. saying? He's hooking his finger. He doesn't finger. know what he's doing. There's he no doesn't G know what he's spot. Doing. It's just a, it's a spot you where know, a girl can... feels the best. There's no such thing as a real G spot. You don't G know what a G spot is, dude. fucking moron. You don't know what a G spot is, bro. Okay. Ask anybody. No, you go don't. Look at, a G spot is internal. It's, it's which when you go in. It's a vaginal It's a vaginal orgasm. Am I right? Go ahead, Bob. Tell him. It's a vaginal orgasm. All I know right now is there is squirt and no G spot. <laughs> <laughs> There's a G spot, dude. I'm telling you. Yeah. Okay. There's a G spot. Well, I got. You, you think you can eat pussy better than Ronnie? Like if yes. we uh, in a contest, like if you guys both eat Robin and she t- says who oh, does it better, that kind of thing. I mean, listen, this is something John Blip fucking, brought up. I'll stick my fucking life on it. You'll wow. stick your fucking life on it. No, I. I'll stick what's my your, fucking what's your, life. What's on your What's your uh, What's your procedure? How do you do it? Ask Blit. He'll tell you. I don't want to ask fucking Blit. Yeah. You tell him. Ask Blit. Come on, you. Uh, you don't got nothing. What's your spot? procedure? You've never heard of a G spot, Ronnie? Yeah, I've he heard of it, but there's really no such thing. He's an old man. He's taking it's fucking spot. Cold a whatever that crap is yeah, that you take. He likes. He likes liver spots. Liver spots. It could be anywhere. On my arm. <laughs> yeah, on your arm. <laughs> Wait, okay, where's the G spot, Ronnie? God, there you know. is no special spot. You yes, fool. there is, man. Inside. Yeah. You know when you have sex with a girl and you try to yeah. and you thrust? That's how you give a girl a vaginal, or, a vaginal orgasm. You oh, thrust really? up. Gee, I didn't thrust up. Wow. <laughs> 
It's it's like up. It's like almost like when you go in, you like curve. Do your you think Ronnie, Mike, it, Mike? It's do you only think Ronnie doesn't know? Like he acts like a big sexual expert, but maybe he's not. No, he doesn't saying? know what he's talking about. I don't know. What he knows how to get <laughs> fucked in the ass. That's what he knows. Right. right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow, Ron, what's your technique? For, for I got no technique. He you knows how you to go out. He he's right. He's right. He knows everything. <laughs> he's right. Wow. All right. Oh my well, God. let me tell you, it's unbelievable. Well, all right. So, a good commercial for Mun Madness. I think all the fans will tune yeah. in. Yeah. Um, I'd like to add to your rules. You gave us five rules of what not to do around Ronnie. But what about rule number six? Never question Ronnie's pussy eating skills. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing. Right. <laughs> I don't. Do you think he? You're right. How do you? But like when you hear Ronnie talking about, you know, doing stuff, you think, oh, I don't know. Natural juices really from a pussy. Uh, I don't know. He seems like he talks a lot of shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, noticed you're like a though. you're like a quiet guy. Like you, you don't know what? Talk Send your girlfriend it. over here, and, and and we'll 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 try it out. Okay. And we'll see who's better. Cunt. How's that? <laughs> Are you saying Mike's I'll girlfriend? Permi- I'll get permission. What'd you just say? You- Send your girlfriend over here. I'll show you how to get, get her pussy eaten. Yeah, okay. And then I'll send and then I'll send it back to you, and we'll see whose is better. Oh, is man. she gonna go back after you're done with her, Ronnie? Well, she has to go back. Natural juice. There's no choice. <laughs> is she gonna? Is she gonna peg you and, and give you a dildo in the ass? No, I don't need gonna... any of that. I don't need that. All right. Okay. No. Okay. I, I'll, this is I guarantee... just an eating session. All right. Yeah, Strictly I, eating. All right. <laughs> yep. All right. Talk to your girlfriend, Mike. So you yeah, should go over to Ronnie's place. <laughs> yeah, send her over here. Got I'll give her, a, I'll give her a nice weekend in Vegas. 69! Ronnie knows about 69, all right. He yells it from 69! He must be good at it. It's very important to him. Uh, I'm Absolutely. sure I'm sure he's all right. He can hold. If he's got a young <laughs> oh, yeah. girlfriend like him, I'm sure he can hold up. Uh, Julie, you're on the air. North Carolina, I'll let you have the last word, and then I do have to go. I many You're probably disappointed in Ronnie. I, I can't believe that you don't realize that there is a G-spot on a, whim, on a woman. Yeah, um, see? Yeah, there is a G-spot on a woman. There's actually several G-spots. Um, so, Julie yeah, is 100% point. correct. Now, yeah, I can't believe Ronnie now, doesn't know Ronnie, that. the I'm G-spot shocked. was called... I, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, Julie, the Graffenberg spot. It was a, yeah. a guy named Graffenberg was it was devoted to him. It's located inside the vagina along the upper wall of the vagina. It's called they call it the Graffenberg the spot. Front the inside. Cunt. It's front inside. word. You don't know that, Rambo. You're my sex expert. Cunt. I'm so disappointed in you, Ronnie. Yeah. I just I'm just so shocked. <laughs> it's really so shocked. I mean, Mike is correct. I mean, I hate to break it to you. You, you Mike, Mike is proving oh, wrong. He was That's what I was like. He believes in squirt and not G spot. I don't understand that. Mike's detail was like to the T. I mean, so whoever Mike's going for, they're having fun. Well, there Lots you go, Ron. Ron, I'm shocked you didn't know that. Yep. Your I'm credentials are now in question, Ronnie. Yeah. Well, I'm not the oh, expert anymore. Perlman's the expert now. 
Well, <laughs> evidently, this Graffenberg was the uh, great pussy eater of all time, this fucking guy. <laughs> and they, okay. they even named it after him. What is it, Ralph? Uh, you know, Mike brings up an interesting, <laughs> interesting point. What is Ronnie's favorite position to get fucked in? <laughs> I mean, Ronnie likes. I, I've talked to Stephanie about it, and Ronnie likes to lay on his back, get his balls and stuff licked, and then she enters him while he's on his back. Uh, only yeah, one time that I heard his legs up in the air or something. Yeah, Ronnie pushes his legs back all the way to get his <laughs> asshole wide open, and then she sticks the uh, vibrator in there or whatever they use. And uh, Ronnie did tell me one time a, a woman uh, strapped on, though, and he was on all fours. I, I believe he was. So what uh, happens? So, I, I'm curious. So Ralph brings up a good point. So, okay. So she licks your balls a little bit. She blows you. Then you turn around. You flip over. You're on your hands and knees. She, she sticks, the, she sticks the, stra the dildo in your ass. You never said it was on my hands well, and knees, did I? Well, that's what we just said. See, that's what, see, someone, you, that's you what Ralph just said. put words in everybody's mouth. Okay, go ahead. So what do you do? Didn't that one girl... Didn't the one girl put the strap on on and then you got on your hands and knees? Or do I have that wrong? No. I wasn't on my hands and knees. Oh. Oh, you were on your back. That's how you like it. So that turns you on. So that turns you on. You get an you, you get a hard on. You get, you're even harder at that point. You're ready to go. So then, And then what do you do? You have sex with her after that? <laughs> what do you care? <laughs> Does, do, do you pull your legs back or does Stephanie do that? Does she push your legs back or do you hold them back? Do you wear a wig too? Oh. <laughs> All right, this conversation's over. Oh, oh come on. Oh, come on. You I'm talked about it. You were never ashamed before. You were never I'm ashamed. Only, I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. I'm only so I, I get a moron like this who comes on I'm only kidding, Ronnie. fucking you. fun of my fucking sex life. You know? I'm only yeah, I'm sure his so come sex on, life stop. sucks. You came at me. I'm sure your fucking sex life sucks. No, it doesn't. Yeah. No, Ronnie has been Ronnie very has open, and I appreciate his honesty. And, yeah. and Ronnie has told me he puts his ankles behind his head. <laughs> he told me that. He did. I'm Listen, not making a joke. To each Jesus. his own. You know what it is? It's just yeah, so funny. Each his own. Yeah. It's just so funny with Ronnie because he's the last guy you expect to do that. But listen, yeah. that's that's what he likes. That's what he likes. That's what he likes. Yeah, and he's honest. He's, he's honest. He doesn't about worry it. about You're right. his manliness. You're right. right. He's honest about it, and he comes forward. And, you know, it's all yeah. shows all about honesty. I feel Ronnie's helping yeah. a lot of guys who like that kind Be of thing. Be honest and talk about the bagel. I don't get it, but I wonder if there's something Ronnie does that he won't talk about. Can you imagine what that must be? Ronnie would tell you anything. One thing about Ronnie is an is there anything that you do sexually that you've never spoken about out of no. shame or no, you, no? You've been on an open book, right? Yeah. Yeah. See? He likes it. And if a guy wants to lay on his back, spread open yeah. his asshole by holding on to his own ankles, that's his business. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with it. It's just not the guy. You wouldn't expect that out of Ronnie. When you look at Ronnie, you don't no, do you that. expect you expect the guy who has fun doing everything he does. Okay, it doesn't matter. I, I I'm not I'm not uh, hung up on things. Do you two guys agree on anything? I'm, hoping, I'm open you, to trying do, things. I don't care. Like Mike, you you have said the best place to uh, finish on a woman is on her belly. Ronnie, do you agree with that? No, I think it's I think it's disparaging to the woman. Sorry. Really? Wow. Yeah. Her belly is disparaging. Yeah. Maybe on her Why face, is that? but not on her belly. Not a belly. Where do you come, Ronnie? Inside, where I'm supposed to. 
I mean, if, I'm just saying, if you don't if you don't come inside, what do you do? <laughs> if you pull out, what do you mean? Like, what do you do? Like, if you're not wearing a condom and you pull out, what do you? Where do you uh, finish? Uh, I'll pull out. I'll no. I'll pull out and I'll let her finish me. Oh, with her mouth or hand All right. or ear. <laughs> <laughs> that way she can hear me coming. So what do you say? Like you're about to you're about to blow, and then she just she she jumps up and she she starts blowing you afterwards. I didn't say I didn't say which one. I said one or the other. No. That's confusing to me. You're like yeah, an. I don't he's think very, you, you, you just pull it and you just, you'll just squirt all over. Like, like she's a piece of shit. No, so yeah. now now Ronnie's Mister. Uh, uh, you know, no. After all this, yeah, Mister Me Too. Yeah, right, right, right. No, now he's it's, all, it's fucking. It's listen when you watch. When I used to pull out of a woman, I would come on her, her butt or something. And, she, and then I wipe it off. I was a gentleman. Well, you yeah. like doggy style. I mean, you I like doggy. Her over. <laughs> no, I, I, I you pull out and I put my dick in. They, I mean, you want to come on the bed? That's disgraceful. <laughs> wait, wait, would you do her doggy and, and come on her back, Ronnie? No, you never wrong? did that. No, you won't no. come on a woman's no. back. No. no. Wow. I come in her bowl of Lucky Charms. Is it because you don't have <laughs> yes. much? Of, is it because you don't have much of a load, so you don't want her to see? Oh, yeah, come right. on. Ronnie's yeah, got exactly. a big, healthy... I cut it out, Ralph. Mm, just wondering. That's, that's insult. I, I'm going to hang up on you, Ralph. I don't like <laughs> Listen, Ron, I admire your honesty. Don't let these guys get to you. They're not. No, I do. I do, too. But isn't... But here's the question I have, and I'll end the show on this. Isn't it worse to yell at Stephanie than to come on her belly? Please. All right. All right, that's all I'm saying. She is such a doll. I don't know how he yells at her like that. <laughs> Why'd really you is. talk to her about that? She is the nicest girl, such a sweetheart. How do you know? You know nothing about her. I've talked to her. What do you mean? I've you talked to Stephanie. nothing about her. I've talked like Ronnie. What are you I about? know her. You don't fucking know her. I've talked to her. The, t the oh, couple of times I've talked to her, we've had a conversation. She's just a very nice girl. Oh, but you're not know like. But I think he likes that. He likes that like that fight and that's fuck you the fight. No, that fight. Oh, but she, but she stands there and takes it right because she likes it. You two guys are. She plays along with it. Oh, okay. You two guys. First of all, I would love if Mike's girlfriend would let Ronnie eat her pussy. Oh, for sure. Me too. Would you allow that? Me too. No, I'm not allowing that. Sorry. Why not? I'm telling you, Ronnie knows what he's doing. Ronnie's good. He could ruin her. I've seen Ronnie in action. I've seen Ronnie in action. How about taking a neutral party? Not Mike's girl, not. Well, I was suggesting yourself, Robin. I mean, no, I'm not neutral. You shut down, Robin. All of a sudden, you shut down. Robin's the pinnacle. Right. You'll be moaning at the moon, Robin. <laughs> well i enjoy the banter and you guys uh, obviously have a lot of banter i don't know who messed with whose bagel i happen to believe mike ronnie but yeah, uh, I don't you know what for I, a minute nobody I missed a lot of people hole did it yeah. who did it mr bullet hole did it and by the way right. my g-spot is in my colon <laughs> you have a g-spot too yeah yeah <laughs> all right Jason, you have the final word in New York. Go ahead. Hey, now. Hey, I think Ronnie's awesome. 
I think we all love Ronnie. All can strive to be like Ronnie when we're 70 years old. I sure as hell hope I'm like Ronnie when I'm that age. Everybody, ball breaking is hilarious. I love it, but man, I think he's, I think he's one of the best. I would love to hear Mike and him banter all day long. Do you believe that Mike <laughs> is jealous of Ronnie's sex life? Because Ronnie does have a very, very healthy sex life and a well, very uninhibited sex life. I don't think we've heard enough about Mike's sex life to really make that assumption. But up until now, no. I don't think anybody on the show has a sex life like Ronnie. It's 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 astronomical. Just. The constant. Well, I, I jerked off yesterday, so uh, you know, I want to throw my uh, hat into the ring. So does that count as sex life, jerking off? Because then Absolutely. It was wild. It was wild. It was wild. <laughs> you have no idea. Jeff, go ahead in Florida wants to ask a question of the group. Go ahead, Jeff. The one thing I was curious about, I wonder if Stephanie ever made Ronnie stuff the dildo or the strap on before she put it in Suck it? Again? Say that again? He said he, he wonders if you ever suck on the dildo. No. Before, did you ever put it in your mouth and pretend you're no. blowing it before you no. get it in your no. ass? No. All right. I bet All right, Jeff. Made him do it. Mm -hmm. I bet no. No. Yeah, I don't see I don't see Ronnie doing that. That's a whole... But she rubs it on my mustache. <laughs> she, rubs, she rubs the dildo on your mustache, Yeah, Ronnie? she rubs it on yeah. my mustache. It's kind of like a buffer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, what can I tell you? This took a well, turn we didn't expect, right? Absolutely. I was uh, <laughs> celebrating the fact that Ronnie is being celebrated on uh, Howard 101 with this fabulous bit of programming that they put together. It's called Mund Madness. But um, everyone was screaming, more Ronnie, more Ronnie, more Ronnie. And uh, they're going to get it. That's it, Ron. More you Ronnie. have your fans. More <laughs> Ronnie. Or Mariah. I hope they all. I hope they all enjoy it. I hope they do too, Mike and Ronnie. Thank you for uh, your open dialogue. Yeah, thank you. I love. I'd right, like Ron. to. I'd like to end. The, Ron, you, you. What did you say, Mike? I said I love you, Ronnie. <laughs> I don't know. I, I do. think this uh, friendship is going south. <laughs> there was no, never a friend. There was never a friendship. Not after I the bagel you were situation. In love with no, him. I love no. Ronnie. No. He's a good dude. We had uh, Will Smith versus Chris Rock, and then we have uh, Mike Perlman versus Ronnie Mund. What can I say? <laughs> Until today, I was going to fuck Mike's bullet hole, but now I'm having second thoughts. <laughs> right. Well, there you go. All right. We had a full show. I want to say finally, rest in peace, Taylor Hawkins, drummer of the Foo Fighters, and certainly good friend of this show. We're going to miss you. And, uh, Absolutely. I think we all agree we all love Taylor Hawkins and sad to see that he's gone. And uh, thinking about Mike coming on a woman's belly and Ronnie saying it's disrespectful. That, that shocked me. A lot of shocking stuff on the show today. Absolutely. And I'd say to Will Smith, pal, got to get some help for that anger. It was a little over the top, my man. A little over the top. Ronnie, don't know what's going on, but yeah. I don't know what's happening, but dude, chill out. That's what I'm saying. I think I covered it all.